following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. This is Georgia State University Panthers football. And they're going to fake the handoff. A lot of green grass. Granger 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Darren Granger and the Georgia State Panthers. It's the Panthers pregame show. A look ahead at today's game. Now, the voice of the Panthers, Dave Cohen. Well, looking to bounce back from a tough loss last weekend in Atlanta, Georgia State football back on the road tonight here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, as the Panthers get set to take the 15th-ranked Tigers of LSU here at Tiger Stadium. This is not the most ideal time for Georgia State to be playing this game, obviously, while looking to snap a three-game losing skid following losses to Georgia Southern, James Madison, and Appalachian State. Georgia State coming in at 6-4 and four overall, 3-4 and four in Sunbelt Conference play. LSU 7-3 and three and coming off a 52-35 win over the Florida Gators last weekend, a game that saw Tiger quarterback Jaden Daniels become the first player in FBS football history to throw for more than 350 yards and run for more than 200 yards. Should be quite a challenge here tonight for Georgia State in Baton Rouge. Hi again, Panther fans. Welcome to our Panther pregame show, Countdown to Kickoff. Dave Cohen along with Harper LaBelle, engineer Sam Crenshaw, studio producer Jeff Walker, Georgia State Radio Network microphones tonight from Tiger Stadium at LSU. And for college football fans, a must-see experience. Baton Rouge, LSU football, Harper LaBelle on a Saturday night with temperatures in the mid-60s. I can't tell you, Dave, how much I appreciate being here. This, to me, is uh, football royalty uh, at the college level. This is one of the few places that I've never been before. Uh, but certainly the drive down here, uh, the experience all around, the amount of people that are here, even for Georgia State, it's an impressive sight. And everybody here is wearing some form of purple and gold. And uh, the Panthers have a chance to tell stories the rest of their life. They may have be, be playing against the eventual Heisman Trophy winner this year. Uh, there are other things that you take with you from games like this, but the most important, can you play your best? If you do that, uh, you, you can go off the field, win or lose, and just be happy with your effort. Well, something happened to Georgia State's offense after the second quarter at Louisiana Lafayette, a game that Georgia State won 20-17 on the Gavin Pringle interception. The offense since that point in the second half at Louisiana has struggled at Georgia Southern and then in back-to-back home games against James Madison and Appalachian State last Saturday. Yeah, a lot of things just didn't seem to work. The completions weren't there. Running in between the tackles where you normally get five yards. It seems like everybody was scouting us well and figuring out. Remember at Georgia Southern, we had how many passes that were deflected there at the line of scrimmage? Defenders that said, hey, if uh, it, to me that was a coaching decision where someone said, when he puts his arm back to throw it, if he's looking in your direction, get your hands up. And they deflected five or six passes. Uh, good coaching does that every now and then. you got to do your self-scouting and your due diligence to correct that. I think Darren has done a pretty good job, but you know, when you look at the numbers, he's thrown for just under 2,000 yards, and he's going against a guy in the same amount of games who has thrown for almost 1,200 yards more than him, has more than twice the touchdowns. This Jaden Daniels, he's, he's the real deal, and I, I'm not exaggerating when I say he will at least be a finalist in New York City for the Heisman Trophy. Well, he is the Southeastern Conference Offensive Player of the Week after the uh, win over the Florida Gators. This is a team that averages 223 yards on the ground, 336 in the air. They're 90% in red zone scores, 
And this is the scariest of all the numbers, aside from 55% on third downs, because you know I like my third down numbers. Yes. They're averaging 45.9 points per game. Yeah, and they only give up 28. So it's almost a 20-point differential against SEC-caliber schools. So uh, they scored, what, 62 points against Army and didn't give up a a single one, and they uh, only gave up 10 points to Grambling, but they scored 72. That's... Just phenomenal in terms of the offensive production. So uh, the Panther defense is definitely going to have their work cut out for them today, even if we keep them to their average. I think your point there in saying this is going to be hard for the Georgia State offense to be able to equivalent what you need to get 45, 46, 48 points here tonight against an LSU defense. A couple of notes about the Georgia State defense. John Trey Hunter leading the team with 79 tackles and one sack. Ty G leads 62 tackles, seven tackles for loss. And Justin Abraham there in the middle as well with 61 tackles, six tackles for loss. How about Jordan Venzial, one of our seniors, second all-time in tackles now with 273. He trails the great Joe Peterson, who finished his Georgia State career with 381 tackles. Joe is a guy that from the first day that he showed up on campus, he was going to be a starter and he was going to be the one that was going to be in that position in the inside middle linebacker i still think that he had that fumble recovery against south alabama in that drone game that we we were at several years ago uh joe is a great panther and we wish him all the best uh, in his life after football but uh, jordan benziel has played equally well and we're so happy for all that he's contributed to the program one other note on the offensive side you were talking about darren granger uh, now with 51 career touchdown passes as a georgia state panther that ties him with the great nick arbuckle yeah, i'm glad he's tied and i hope it stays a tie but i think uh I think Darren's going to break the record, and I'm glad that he will. Uh, you know, it was it was a, a reach a couple years ago when Nick did that, and that was one of the great years in my experience here at Georgia State for any sport. You've obviously had a lot of basketball that you can brag about, you know, in your old days when you're on a rocking chair. But I'll tell you what, that first win at Southern and getting us to the bowl game, the last game of the year, that was uh, amazing accomplishments, and uh, we're so happy for what Nick did. And now Darren has a chance to break those records, and he might even get it here tonight. Well, the other good bit of good news this week to come out of practice, Jakaius Cradle made the trip, and apparently he is available and uh, ready to go. Good. He and uh, Kevin Swift are, are, Swint are two of the guys that uh, uh, we need back. We, we need these guys to play, and uh, we need them at 100%. I know that... Uh, Cradle had a uh, foot injury that kept him out for a little bit longer than what we would have thought, but uh, I'd rather risk his health and uh, let him sit for a little while rather than have him get re-injured and hurt. So it uh, be good to see number eight back there in the lineup. And lastly, before we go to break, you may have played in games like this when you were a college player at Colorado State. When you're in this environment, which Georgia State admittedly is only in normally one time a year, you really got to be able to keep the noise out of the uh, huddle and out of the sideline, if at all possible. Yeah, they'll be quiet when the offense has the ball, but they will let you have it. And one thing I remember, two years after I was done at Colorado State, we ended up playing here, the Rams did, and every player, when they came back, the ones that I had a chance to visit with, I said, what was it like? What was it like at LSU, and what was the environment like? They feel like the fans are right on top of you. It's, it's the way that the stadium is built and the amount of noise that they make, so that, that definitely is a distraction that the Panthers will have to get rid of. Just play with silent count, hand signals, whatever you need to do, but uh, you, you got to make that 
a part of your ball game that doesn't deflect from what you're really trying to do. All right, again tonight here from Baton Rouge, 15th-ranked LSU and the Georgia State Panthers. Georgia Powers, the official energy sponsor of Georgia State Athletics. More about new ways to stay connected at georgiapower.com. Coming up as uh, our Panther pregame show countdown to kickoff continues. We're going to talk on the other side of this two-minute timeout with the guy that's going to lead the offense. We were just talking about him, veteran quarterback Darren Granger. A little later on this half hour, we'll visit with head coach Sean Elliott. Our pregame continues from Baton Rouge after this two-minute timeout here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Lusab Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Panther fans, this is Georgia State football head coach Sean Elliott. Follow the Panthers all season here on 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ. Our Panther pregame show countdown to kickoff continuing here from Baton Rouge, Georgia State, and 15th ranked LSU right now with Georgia State quarterback Darren Granger. And it's been a rough last three ball games, let's admit it. Uh, but how's practice been this week as we get ready for uh, what we know is going to be a tough game? Normally we play this game earlier in the season. This year it was back scheduled. We get it late in the season. How, how's it been as you get ready for this one? You know, I feel like, you know, the group's excited. You know, big-time game versus a big-time team. And, you know, we get to go show our stuff versus – you know, one of the best teams in the country. So, you know, you know, I feel like the spirits been high. You know, I think I said this in the interview after uh, the game on Saturday. I mean, this team is just different. You know, you know, we go through struggles, but we go through them together. You know, we bring energy to practice each and every day, and we're just looking to continue to get better. You know, we said on the radio uh, on the most recent broadcast, when it comes to team captains, this is where team captains kind of take over, step up, and lead. Yeah, you know, the coach has been uh, harping on that a lot. You know, leaders lead. And, you know, we always talk about player-led teams win championships. And, you know, we just got to continue to lead the guys, you know, make sure we don't, you know, just try to, you know, end the season however we uh, 
we want, but you know, we want to go out there and compete each and every game, continue to win ball games, go out there and strive to win ball games, and you know, continue to get better. You know, admittedly, the offense has struggled putting points up on the board really since the second quarter at Louisiana. I kind of thought that we might have looked a little different at Georgia Southern if we had had a full week to practice. You really only had two weeks. Has has what happened at Georgia Southern carried over into James Madison, carried over into Appalachian State? In other words, are you guys trying to catch up, getting together collectively and have a good week of practice? I mean, you know, it's the, the crazy thing is, you know, we felt like we had some great practices all those past couple of weeks. And, you know, just not going out there and executing well. And, we you know, we just bottom line, you know, you just got to execute better. You know, everybody got to play better. Uh, you know, it's starting with me at the top. So, you know, just – we come to work each and every day, you know, to get better and, you know, just to try to, you know, go into the game and, you know, just get that, you know, get off to the right note. You know, we I think we've been starting slow in the past couple of games and, you know, we're usually a fast start team. So, you know, we got to get back on that track. Got to get back that feeling that you had at Rhode Island, I mean, against Rhode Island and Yukon and Charlotte and Coastal Carolina. And, you know, it is a long season, admittedly, even though sometimes it feels like the season flies by. What were we doing? What were you guys doing early in the season that you're having a hard time getting into a rhythm these last three games? Executing the little things. You know, it's just execution, you know, third down efficiency, P and 10 efficiency, those things, you know, explosive plays. You know, those are the things that we're lacking right now. You know, that's what we got to, you know, improve in games to come. It's getting a little bit harder to run the football. Admittedly, the last three opponents have been good against the run, and you and Marcus have been able to run all year. Is it is it is a little bit based on who we're playing and how well they are uh, performing defensively? You know, we've been playing some some great defenses lately, and you know, we just got to continue to get back to our stuff. And, you know, move the ball. You know, we run the ball really well. We usually run the ball really well. And, you know, just getting back to that. Just being able to expose teams in the run game and, you know, doing the same thing in the pass game. So, you know, we just got to find that balance with both just to make our uh, offense back explosive how it was. Again, talking to Georgia State quarterback Darren Granger, one of the things I've noticed, and you tell me if I'm wrong or if I'm seeing it correctly, it's getting harder the last three weeks to run in between the tackles. I mean, Georgia Southern, Appalachian State, James Madison two weeks ago, they're big, they're strong, they're physical in between the tackles along that defensive line. You know, we just got, you know, we lean on those guys up front and, you know, just being able to run the ball, you know, we got to we gotta uh, depend on those guys. And, you know, we just got to, for all offenses, me running the ball, Marcus running the ball, offensive line blocking, we all got to get better in, you know, that game and get back to, you know, the, the express that we had before. And it was rolling there for the first six uh, or so games of the season. You know, one thing I've noticed out here at practice during the week, uh, not necessarily the post-game press conferences recently, but you know, leaders lead, and Coach Elliott, although he may be animated sometimes right after the game, he doesn't carry it over into practice that week. And I think that uh, for you guys that are playing for him, I think that plays plays a big role in, in, in how the week of practice goes. Players tend to take on the personalities of their coaches, and I don't, and I don't see that sense of panic. I see a sense of urgency, but you don't see a sense of panic. Do you know that you see what I'm saying yeah. difference-wise? Yeah, you know, you know he's he's really animated on game days. That's going to be him all day, every day. But, you know, once we come in on Monday, you know, we have Sunday off. Once we come in on Monday and, you know, we have our little spill at the beginning of our team meeting, you know, about the game before. And after that, you know, it's over with. You know, it's time to move on, move on to the next opponent, and, you know, get ready for the next opponent. All right, so the next opponent, you're going to be playing in quite an atmosphere. You've played in it before, uh, but Death Valley Tiger Stadium uh, tonight, 
should be a great crowd. You know, Saturday night in Baton Rouge is a big deal in college football. How exciting is that to go in there and be able to show what you're able to do? You know, it's exciting, you know, just being able to go to these, these SEC schools and, you know, being able to play in front of these big crowds, you know, it's always exciting. I feel like everybody should be excited to go play in those type of games. And, you know, we're just ready to go play. All right, and lastly, as you've watched film all week and, uh, you know, done I mean handled practice out in the field I mean LSU good football team obviously you're not 15th in the country if you're not you don't change the game plan obviously because it's worked already this season but without giving too much away is it different getting ready for the kind of athletes that LSU throws at you and I'm talking from for you from a defensive standpoint as opposed to a a typical Sunbelt team yeah you know they have uh, people that's uh, you know classified as you know first round picks, second round picks, whatever. So you know we got to go in there and play smart. We got to go out there and play our game still, but you know be smart. You know you make sure we in the right plays, right situations for us to be successful. And you know go out there and play, go out there and compete. All right, Darren, appreciate it. As we say all the time, let's get out of Baton Rouge with a W. Yes, sir. I want to thank quarterback Darren Granger joining me for a few minutes here. Georgia State and LSU, second-to-last game of the regular season, and uh, hopefully Georgia State plays well tonight here against the 15th-ranked Tigers. We're back to preview tonight's game as our pregame continues. On the other side of this two-minute timeout, we'll talk with Georgia State's head football coach, Sean Elliott. Again, after this timeout, two-minute break here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. The Panthers play here on 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville. 
Back here at Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge, our Panther pregame show countdown to kickoff continues. We preview Georgia State and LSU. Time now to preview tonight's game with head football coach Sean Elliott, Georgia State, and the Bengal Tigers. And uh, we welcome head coach Sean Elliott to the Georgia State radio microphones. Big challenge this weekend. This is a game I know everybody's excited about getting down uh, and playing. Well, I mean, we're playing a, a traditionally great football program. I mean, the LSU Tigers, uh, when you think about college football, they have such a, a great tradition. I think playing here in this stadium is uh, very unique. It's one of the best atmospheres in all of college football. And um, they're a good football team. So with all that uh, being considered, it's going to be a good night. How's practice been this week as uh, we look to bounce back and get ready for this one? Is you step out of conference again for one final time. I mean, uh, you know, at this point in time, you, you've had three tough losses. So, But our attitude's been good. Our practices have been good. Nothing has really changed in our preparation right there. We've got to, uh, you know, do a little bit better job of executing on Saturdays. And uh, we've got to make sure that starts tonight. What was your message to the team at the end of practice uh, towards the end of the week as they get ready to, uh, to to play this game? You know, my message is pretty clear that uh, when scheduling this game, it was not scheduled for a, for a sideshow act. I mean, we were coming to LSU to, to play these guys and play them tough and play them to win. And uh, I wanted them to go out there and experience this, uh, this great tradition that, that LSU has, this unbelievable atmosphere that we're going to play in tonight, but to go out there and out-execute, out-play, and out-smart them. And, uh, and, and that's what we're here to do. There's no other reason uh, why we're here. That's the only reason we would want to schedule this football contest in late November is to go out there and put a good football team against a good football team. How many times have you been here uh, you're, during your years at South Carolina? Obviously, you had a chance to be a part of this and convey to them what, what it's going to be like. Yeah, you know, I played twice at Appalachian State there and twice at South Carolina. So uh, it'll be my fifth time here. But I haven't never won. Never won in the stadium. Uh, it, it's an unbelievable atmosphere when you when you do have a night setting, and uh, this will be the third time we've played that I've played at night against those guys. It's a it's a different it's a different animal. It, it's not going like going to your North Carolinas. It's a, it, it's, a, it's a different animal. There's only a few places with a special atmosphere like this, and I've not experienced it, obviously, before you obviously have. There's only so many places in college football that present this kind of stage. Yeah, you know, that's right. Uh, I believe it was in 2012 at South Carolina. I think we were three and they were four, and we were playing them. Uh, it may have been the sixth game of the year, and it was one of the most incredible settings I've ever been a part of. Uh, from the time that you got on the bus to drive into the stadium, uh, the interaction with their fans greeting you coming down that, that the side of that stadium is is something that you always want to experience. I, I think it uh, makes the, the hair on the back of my neck stand up. All right, not so much from a practice standpoint, is but as you get ready to face this LSU team, what are a few of the things that, from a prep standpoint, you wanted to make sure you covered with these guys? Well, I mean, obviously their offense starts with the best quarterback in the country. Uh, you know, I don't know how you minimize his uh, his effect on the game. It's going to be really, really difficult. I think he is truly the best college football player that I've seen this year. Uh, he's electric in all aspects of it. Uh, if, if for some reason we can affect him, then 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 that's going to be a big key. I mean, it's going to be a really good key from an offensive standpoint. You know, we've got to go out there, and I told them we got to out effort them because I think they got good looks defensively for us when I when I watch them and scout them. So, you know, we got to go out smart, out effort, and uh, and 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 try to stay on that field as much as possible. Talking to Georgia State head coach Sean Elliott, uh, talked to a buddy of mine uh, who's in and around the LSU program. He said they're showing LSU uh, video of Tennessee, Auburn, North Carolina, South Carolina. This is him telling me that as they get ready for Georgia State, a team that has shown that it can go toe-to-toe with the Power Five in the last three, four times we've played a Power Five. 
Yeah, you know, those, those guys down there in that locker room at LSU do not care about Georgia State. They don't They don't think we're a challenge. Uh, they certainly don't have any respect for our football program, and, and rightfully so. But uh, hopefully at the end of this contest, they, contest they're going to have a lot of respect for us. Well, if nothing else, knowing you as I know you, that's motivation enough. Well, yeah, you know, I've just been on the other side of it. It's really difficult to doggone get your team focused, and, and, and especially late in the year uh, when, when you're playing, when I say, you know, a, a Georgia State. And, and sometimes those guys, they, they have egos in players, and, and they have big, strong egos, and they think they can walk out there and just flip a switch and, and it happen. But uh, we're hoping to keep that, that switch off for them. All right, I'll ask you a final question about uh, LSU in a minute. I didn't get a chance to talk to you last week. It was senior day, and I just wanted to get your thought on the seniors that have, you know, given everything, and they're all to this program and, you know, coming down the home stretch in their Georgia State football career. Yeah, you know, to think of the guys that have been here for the longest of time, I mean, uh, you think of Travis Glover, Darren Granger, guys like that, John Brown, Avery Reese, uh, God, you know, yeah, Jordan Venzial and – you know, just guys like that. And then the new guys that we just had come in here that's only spent a year but but have meant so much to us in just a short time and Taji Leach, you know, those, those are those are huge, huge uh, – they're just really good men, really good men. I'm really proud of them. I believe they're the winningest senior class in school history, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, and that's something to be said. You know, they've done a lot of good things here for us, and uh, they're going to continue to do a lot of good things because, you know, each senior class that, that leaves here, that's had success here and has had a really good experience here, then they spread the message about what we're doing here. And I think those guys are going to run out and spread the message quite well. Yeah, and all the guys you mentioned, one guy I was jotting some notes down on Jordan Venzial, and it seems like he just got here, and he's a senior already. Second all-time in tackles, 273. The only guy in front of him is one of the, maybe the greatest, Joe Peterson. Well, I told uh, you know I told our guys in talking about LSU, I said nobody's going to out-effort Venzial. Nobody, that nobody on that LSU team. They're maybe bigger, they may be stronger, they may be faster, but nobody's going to play the game as hard as he plays it. And I, I promise you, I wouldn't pick up. And it may sound really, really strange and funny right now, but I'm not going to pick another player from LSU to come take the place of Jordan Menzial. He means that much to us. All right, last thing, and I think you were conveying this as well. The atmosphere is something out of this world. You got to keep the noise out and stay within the circle. I, the proverbial circle, but keep all the outside noise out and just do what we do. Yeah, you know, one of the greatest things I've, I've heard as a player uh, that, that's really come out of his mouth was when we were playing Michigan, and he's, in our, he's our offensive line coach here. And as we were having our pregame uh, walkthrough, he, we all huddled up and got in there, and I remember him saying, hey, take one look up at the, uh, the stands. And he said, don't ever look again. And we went out and won. I remember that. Appreciate it. Let's get out of Baton Rouge with a W, and let's play well, and uh, appreciate you joining me. As always, it's a pleasure. All right, I want to thank Georgia State's head football coach, Sean Elliott, joining me here in the Panther pregame show. Countdown to kickoff tonight from Baton Rouge, Georgia State, and LSU. Back with the starting lineups, the opening kickoff from Tiger Stadium after this timeout. Two-minute break here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusab Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's 
That's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. Back here at Tiger Stadium at Death Valley coming up, Georgia State LSU. Here's the starting lineup for Georgia State for tonight's ballgame when the Panther offense is on the field along that offensive line. Left tackle, Travis Glover. The left guard, Jonathan Brown. Avery Reese is your center. Trevor Timmons at right guard. Montavious Cunningham at the right tackle position. Darren Granger, your starting quarterback. Marcus Carroll will start at running back. The tight end, Amon Green. And your starting wide receivers, Robert Lewis, Talik Williams, and Jakari Carter. When the Georgia State defensive unit is on the field, defensive ends, Javon Dennis and Anthony Bloom, Henry Bryant, the nose guard, Shamar McCullum, the outside linebacker, inside linebackers with Justin Abraham and John Trey Hunter. Safeties, Ty G. Leach and Jeremiah Johnson. The stars, Ronald Cooper. The corners, Bryce Brown and Gavin Pringle. Special teams, kicking unit. Liam Rickman will handle the place kicking. Cade Loggins, the punting. Braden McAllister, kickoffs. And Sean Elliott in his seventh season is Georgia State's head coach. LSU, led by quarterback Jaden Daniels, Heisman Trophy candidate, and wide receiver Malik Neighbors, one of the best in the country. Tigers head coach is Brian Kelly. And I might add Harper on the staff here at LSU for Brian Kelly, former Georgia State head coach Trent Miles. How about that? Yeah, we didn't get to see Trent beforehand, but... Uh... Wish him all the best. He was with the Eagles. They win a Super Bowl while he's there and uh, did everything that he could to help turn the GSU program around. So we wish Trent all the best, except for tonight. <laughs> Obviously. Top of the hour stations on our radio network. Right now, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification from Baton Rouge. Tonight, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Now back to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Dave Cohen, Harper LaBelle, Engineer Rick Shaw back here in Baton Rouge. Coming up next from Tiger Stadium at Death Valley, it's Georgia State football here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is Georgia State University Panthers football. Handed off Tucker Gregg into the end zone. Touchdown, Georgia State. Panthers football is made possible in part by Center Park Credit Union, Ticketsmarter.com, Northside Hospital, Ford, and Coca-Cola. Now, with the play-by-play, -play, the voice of the Panthers, 
Dave Cohen. I get Panther fans, Georgia State football back on the radio tonight from a sold-out Baton Rouge Stadium here. Tiger Stadium at Death Valley as Georgia State comes in, trying to snap a three-game losing streak. And there is a lot of stadiums around the country where that would be a much easier task. They're coming in to face the Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback Jaden Daniels and the LSU Tigers. They're coming off a win over the Florida Gators. Georgia State looking to bounce back from a loss last Saturday at home to the Mountaineers of Appalachian State. And that would carry Georgia State into their final game of the regular season against the Monarchs of Old Dominion coming up next Saturday. Dave Cohen along with Harper LaBelle, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker. This is a tough one. Step out of conference later in the season than normal for the Panthers this year, and this is a tough place to come and play and try to right the ship. No kidding. Uh, There are a lot of schools, though, that seem to schedule before their rivalry week game after Thanksgiving. They'll have a money game, if you will. Uh, We'll call it whatever you're in. Listen to the booze, everybody. That's with Georgia State taking the field right now. So I don't think there'll be 102,000 people there. It'll be north of 90, though. That's a, that's the biggest crowd that most of these guys has ever seen. And and uh, it, it, like I said earlier in the pregame show, these are memories that these guys will have for the rest of their lives while they make them here, here tonight in Baton Rouge. Well, the coin toss right now at midfield. Georgia State captains are at midfield right now. Bright Keith Brown, Darren Granger, John Trey Hunter, Travis Glover. Along with the referee, Kyle Olson. Looks like we won the toss. We're a good ways from the field, so. Georgia State has won the opening coin toss, has elected to receive. So you hear that from Kyle Olson, Georgia State. Out of the gate with a win. They win the coin toss, and they're going to put the offense on the field first, and we've seen Coach Elliott do that numerous times yeah. this season. Yeah, and it's been successful up until uh, just a couple. I think we... We didn't win the toss, but uh, Georgia Southern deferred, and that's the first time. We got the ball down to the one-yard line. Remember, Dave, we had that fumble, and uh, that, that's the first of the where the wheels started to come off offensively. But I love the aggressiveness. Give us the ball. Give us a chance to score right out of the bat, and uh, that's what Georgia State has been doing quite often this year, and hopefully it'll pay off with a touchdown here in this first drive against LSU. All right, LSU coming off that big win over Florida. And Georgia State looking to bounce back from a loss at home to Appalachian State. By the way, let's just mention quickly, Appalachian State, James Madison, and Harrisonburg today. The game goes to overtime, and App State wins it in overtime. James Madison now 10-1. and 10-1. They had uh, college game day from there, if you weren't aware of that earlier today. They had 25,000-plus people that they estimated were there. Um, the dream season is still fantastic. They're 10-1, and one, uh, but they wanted to be undefeated and have a chance to tell the NCAA that the contract that we signed uh, a couple years ago to bring us up to the FBS level uh, should be null and void. Long story short, nice win for Appalachian State. Um, we'll see who ends up playing for the East and West Championship with the Sun Belt, but for right now, uh, they, they control their own destiny. All right, so for Georgia State, all white tonight, white pants, white jerseys, blue numerals, white helmets, white pants, purple jersey, uh, purple jerseys, white helmets, and white numerals. And Nathan Dibbert is set to kick it away. Talik Williams back deep for Georgia State. 
And we're just about set for Georgia State football tonight from Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. One of those special places, as Coach Elliott and I were talking about a few moments ago in our pregame show in college football. So Dibbert set to kick it away. And we're still waiting for the uh, Red Hat to come off the field. He's backing up as we speak. So here we go, Panthers. Again, Talik Williams back deep. It's going to be a line drive kick, and it will bounce in the far right corner of the end zone. Ball's going to come out to the 25-yard line for Georgia State. Here comes Darren Granger in the Georgia State offensive unit. First time ever playing here at LSU. And the Panthers are going to be right to left across your radio dial as they place the ball on the left hash as we get things underway. Marcus Carroll, again, your starting running back. Darren Granger, 65% completion rate, 14 touchdowns, only five interceptions, 1,986 passing yards. He can run as well, seven rushing touchdowns. And the Panthers right away going to go with an empty backfield here against the LSU Tigers. From the 25, Robert Lewis in motion here to the near side. Here's the snap to Granger. They stick three wide to the right. Here's a quick pass. It's going to be caught by Robert Lewis up to the 29, maybe the 30. And that'll be a four-yard pickup. You want to make throws that put your playmakers in position to make catches and then yards after the catch. Yeah, and it might be deceiving here for today, uh, this evening, Dave, because the speed, everyone on the secondary is so fast, the guy will look like he's open, but the coverage is going to close very quickly. Snap on second down and six. Granger going to tuck it and run, running in behind right tackle up across the 30, close to the 31. That might be... About three or four yards for Darren. We're a good ways away from the field as the radio crews normally are in these Southeastern Conference stadiums. A lot of binocular work tonight here for us. Yeah. Jordan Jefferson comes into the ball game. He is a tall glass of water, I'm telling you. They've got recruits that are ESPN 300s all over the field. Third down and three coming up for the Panthers. Ball right now at the 32-yard line. Snap on the way to Granger. And I got movement on the line. No flag. And Granger's going to unleash it down the far sideline. Should be passing nice interference. Catch. Ball caught on the far sideline. Kadarius. Kadarius Thompson and Georgia State. A big first down. Well, you go with your big, tall receiver. He's six foot four. There was a double uh, motion on the line, and Darren clapped his hands twice. Two of the receiver or two of the defenders Offside. go offsides. Defense. In the neutral zone at the time of the snap, number zero. That penalty is declined. Result of play is first down. Now, there should have been a second penalty for pass interference, but Kadarius ends up getting that uh, reception, just out jumping the defender on the far side of the field near the Panther sideline. And first down for the Panthers now in LSU territory. Right at the LSU 37-yard line, Marcus Carroll sets up. Single setback just to the right of Granger. They got a wide out. Talik Williams goes in motion. They're going to quickly take the snap, toss the ball to Talik, and Talik's going to pick up some yards as he runs to the far side of the field, gets up across the 35, and it'll be spotted at the 33. That's about a five-yard pickup. Just a little jet sweep. Talik goes in motion, and it's an underhand. It goes as a pass, but Talik ends up doing nice turning up at the bottom of the numbers and going upfield for about a five-yard pickup. Robert Lewis wide out here to the near side. Again, lone wide out far side. Now Amon Green goes in motion. They're going to swing it out on a pass in the flat. It's going to be caught on the far sideline. Run out of bounds for Georgia State. On the catch there again, Kadarius Thompson. Major Burns. Runs them out of bounds over into the Georgia State sideline. 
Burns out of Baton Rouge. He's a former Georgia Bulldog. Transferred from Athens, Georgia to Baton Rouge for Georgia State. Now first and 10. Ball at the LSU 25-yard line. Diamond formation. Four receivers wide to the right. Robert Lewis lone wide out here to the near side. Here's the snap in an empty backfield. Again, a screen pass far side. It's caught. A lot of green. A lot of traffic over there. It was caught there by Marcus Carroll, the running back. Amon, one of the lead blockers. You'll have to forgive me. Again. That's a long way away. But a nice catch there by Marcus. He picks up four, gets the ball to the 21-yard line. So they got four receivers. They're in a diamond formation. One guy on the line, and then three behind him. And Darren saw something defensively that said, "Let's give the ball to Marcus," and we pick up four. Second down at six. Talik Williams, Robert Lewis, wideouts near side. Snap to Granger. Darren gonna roll out far side. Throws towards the end zone and. It's incomplete and a flag thrown. Flag thrown. It'll be pass interference on the safety, Andre Sam. He himself, a former Sunbelt player. Well, he transferred from Marshall. So the former Thundering Herd safety going to be whistled for the penalty. Here's the call. Pass interference. Defense, number 26. 15-yard penalty. Automatic push down. Correction. They call the penalty against... Ashton Stamps, who is out of the ball game now and getting an earful from his head coach. At Georgia State, knocking on the door here. The ball is at the six-yard line. Marcus Carroll, single setback just to the right of Darren Granger. Ball at the six. Here's the snap to Darren. Well, now the Panthers using the play clock. Darren's going to audibleize. Ball at the six-yard line. Snap to Granger. He dropped the ball, going to throw towards the corner of the end zone, and it is incomplete, intended for Jakaius Cradle. Well, from the get-go, that that snap was a little bit low. It was below his knee, and it ends up hitting the ground. Darren did a good job. If he puts his hand on top of the ball, it's dead there. But he reaches down, gets under it, picks it up, and there was a defender right in his face by the time he threw it. So that falls incomplete. That was really a good pass. Either I throw it to my guy, and he's the only one that gets it, or it falls incomplete. Second and six. Initially an empty backfield. Now Marcus Carroll's going to move over to the right of Granger. Granger's got some time looking. Going to throw across the middle. Caught. Touchdown, Georgia State. Talik Williams with 11.53 to go here in the first quarter. What a way to come out here at Tiger Stadium at Death Valley and quiet the crowd. Boy, Dave, where's that been for the last three and a half or four weeks? What an opening drive that the Panthers had. Yes, they were assisted by a penalty, but it was deserved because they had receivers that were open down the field. 6 nothing right now. Great drive by the Panthers. They go all the way down the field, 75 yards, and they've got the lead right now, 6 to nothing with the PAT to follow. Liam Rickman on to attempt the PAT. There's the snap. Ball is down. Kick is up, and it is good. And Georgia State has come out on their first possession of the football game. They've driven down the field, and they've put together an eight-play drive. They go 71 yards, six-yard touchdown pass. Darren Granger to Talik Williams, and the Panthers open up with a touchdown here at Death Valley. Good way to start the ball game. Defense, now let's get it back. All right. They're going to take a timeout. It doesn't look like it, Dave. So we'll uh, go straight from here and get a look at uh, one of the best college football players that's in the country right now, quarterback Jaden Daniels. He's a senior. You mentioned all of the 
transfers that they have really taken advantage. I mean, this is a school where kids would love to play anywhere in the country. And they've got guys from Notre Dame and West Virginia, Oklahoma State, uh, Penn State, Missouri, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Texas, and Marshall, as you mentioned, and UL Lafayette. There's a few guys that have transferred from the Sun Belt that want to play here in Baton Rouge. Their lineup is just stacked full of uh, four-star athletes. Darren Granger with that touchdown pass. That's number 52. He surpasses Nick Arbuckle and is Georgia State football's all-time leader in touchdown passes. Georgia State. 7-0 here in Baton Rouge over 15th-ranked LSU. Well, as you said now, this is what worries me. Now we're going to go ahead and see Jaden Daniels, 6'4", 210, senior from San Bernardino, California. Josh Williams, the starting running back, did get word midweek that Logan Diggs, who was the Notre Dame transfer, their number one running back, not available for tonight's ballgame. They put a tight end in motion. That's Mason Taylor. And here's the snap to Daniels. Daniels going to immediately throw the football incomplete, far side of the field. Intended receiver was Malik Neighbors. Again, we talked about him in a Panther pregame show. Neighbors leads the nation in receiving yards, has had seven games this year with 100-plus receiving yards and seven games with at least one touchdown. Quickly back up on the ball. They're going to go ahead and run the football. It's going to be carried there by Josh Williams. And Williams will run in behind left tackle. That'll be good for about a four-yard gain. Second, a third down at six coming up here for the LSU Tigers. On the tackle there, Justin Abraham for the Panthers. They Tell you what, that defensive unit really got their work cut out for them tonight. Yeah, one, of, one of the things that they're just not going to be used to is the amount of speed that this team has. Everybody can run. Third down at six. Williams just to the left. Again, the tight end in motion here to the near side. Jaden Daniels. Out of the shotgun, here's the snap. Daniels now going to look to throw the football. He's got time, pressure from the edge. He's going to roll out, 25-30. He'll spin, 35, and get wiped out just shy of the 40-yard line. That'll pick up a first down for LSU. Good job of avoiding heavy traffic in the pocket. He gets outside, and nice little move there at about the 30-yard line 32 somewhere in there breaks it to the inside and is able to pick up some additional yardage to get the first down at the 38 where the lsu tigers will take over there first down at the 38 again the tight end taylor shifts in motion here's the snap to daniels they fake the handoff daniels now steps up in the pocket he's got room to run 40 45 50 45 40 35 and he's going to get dropped just shy of the 30-yard line. Another big, big running play there by the quarterback, Jaden Daniels. That's going to be good for 31 yards unofficially. And it's got LSU well into Georgia State territory now at the 38, at the 33-yard line. Daniels again out of the shotgun. In it running back now, 21, Noah Kane out of the pistol. Now he'll shift up just to the left of Jaden Daniels. First down from the Georgia State 33-yard line. Daniels looks over to the LSU sideline. Here's the snap. Two steps back. Going to make a throw. Got a man. It's caught. And that looks like the tight end there, Mason Taylor. 6'6", 255, a sophomore out of Plantation, Florida. That's his 25th catch of the season, Jeremiah Johnson. First in on the tackle there for Georgia State. Ball now at the 28-yard line. 
Gain of five, second down at five. Coming up here for the Tigers. Daniels got time, throws it out in the flat. It's caught and run out of bounds is Kyron Lacey. You remember that name? Where would I remember Kyron Lacey from, Dave? Former Louisiana <laughs> Lafayette yep. Raging Cajun. UL, yep, Lafayette. So I mentioned that there just a few minutes ago. Ball yep. at the 18-yard line. That's his 19th catch of the season. 10-yard pickup for him. 9.25 to go on a turning clock here in the first quarter. First down at the Georgia State 18-yard line. Kane stays in at running back. Now shifts over to Jaden Daniels' right. Here's the snap from the hash. Jaden Daniels on a slant route. Got a man. Caught. And it's in the end zone for a touchdown. Malik Neighbors. Imagine that. One of the top wide receivers in the country on the receiving end of the touchdown pass, 18 yards out. We got a 7-6 ball game here at Baton Rouge. Neighbors ends up running a post ride. He's so quick. He just gets to the inside of the cornerback. The ball is right there before the safety can make it. Thrown in between the two of them. It looked like Bryquise Brown had one-on-one coverage with him. Did everything he could to just try to prevent it. Just too much field over there. There was no tight end on that side, but he started at the bottom of the numbers, breaks it in, catches the ball somewhere in between the uh, hash mark uh, and the goal line uh, right right there to uh, tie the score up. Damian Ramos for the Tigers on for the PAT. It is up and it is good. And that will lead us into our first media timeout. Red Hat on the field here at Tigers Stadium. Georgia State 7. 15th ranked LSU 7. Panthers will have the ball on the other side of this timeout. Back to Baton Rouge in 60 seconds. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedAirSystems.com. Comfort you can feel ConditionedAirSystems.com. Comfort you can feel Tonight's game for Georgia State here in Baton Rouge on the radio network presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Center Park, a community-minded credit union. Also, Coke Zero Sugar and by Ford. More at Ford.com. Seven plays, 75 yards. Harper, they go down the field in two minutes and 33 seconds. Well, that was the Jaden Daniels drive for me, Dave. We had an incomplete pass, and then they gained five. Next thing you know, Jaden, two plays later, he's got the ball in field goal territory. Uh, nice little pickup. He ends up with uh, 38 yards on that drive on the ground and 33 of those yards in the air. So he's the real deal now. we got to be able to – his speed and his elusiveness. He runs and his ability. I hadn't seen him before. And at least not live, and and uh, man, his ability to be able to cut and change directions and keep his balance moving forward—he's something special. Sixty-four thousand dollar question: 
How did Arizona State ever let him leave? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He's got a Or what happened at Arizona State to where he goes, no, really, I'm good. I want to go somewhere else. I want to go play in a bigger situation, bigger, uh, you know, bigger show, if you will, bigger stage. And uh, leaving the pack, maybe he recognized that there were some issues from a political standpoint of what was going to be going on here in the next couple of years. But uh, LSU certainly, and, and they've got some quarterbacks that have played here over the years, especially you see a lot of num- number nine jerseys here in the crowd. And uh, he wanted to come join this culture and made the right decision, that's for sure. 71% completion rate coming into tonight's game. Jaden Daniels, again, the senior, that was his 31st touchdown pass of the 71%. season. 71%. That's just off the chain from a college level. And he's so good. I mean, that that, that route that he ran there to neighbors, first class the whole way. That, that They work on it. They, they work very diligently, and the result is a touchdown. They tied the score. All right, so Nathan Dibbert will kick it off. It's going to be a high kick. It's going to come down to Talik Williams. He's going to return it. Cross the 15, cross the 20, and he will get wrapped up and dragged down as he comes across the 25 to the 26 by West Weeks, one of the linebackers for the Tigers on special teams. And that is where Darren Granger and Georgia State will start their second possession here in the first quarter. 9.15 to go here at quarter number one. Georgia State 7, 15th ranked LSU 7. West Week, is he's from Watkinsville, went to Oconee High School. His brother, Witt Weeks, also on the team. They're both here playing for the top Bayou Bengals. First down here from the 25. Granger, again, will audibleize along the offensive line. Marcus Carroll lines up just to his right. And here's the snap. And the Panthers going to run the football, and it's going to be Marcus Carroll. And even more so tonight against a bigger, faster, stronger as J.V. and Tovano is in on the tackle there. It's going to be really hard to run the football in between the tackles tonight. It was hard against James Madison and Appalachian State the last two yeah, weeks. And the, the speed and strength that all these guys have, it's a different level. But uh, hit right at the line of scrimmage, forward progress takes him right back to the line of scrimmage at second and ten. Snap coming up on second down to Darren Granger. Granger going to look again in the flat. It was thrown behind Marcus Carroll running to the opposite side of the field towards the Georgia State bench. Incomplete pass. It'll bring up third down. 8.33 to go here in the first quarter. Yeah, that's the part of He was open. I'm not going to say wide open, but a nice little pick there, if you will, by the inside slot receiver. And Marcus turns and looks for the ball it hits him in the back shoulder just a very difficult catch for him sets up a third and long here for the Panthers and in motion is Talik Williams here to the near side Granger got two wide to the near side one to the far side of the field Darren takes the snap gonna unload got a man and it's caught on the far side by Robert Lewis forward progress is going to give Georgia State the first down Robert holds on Jeremiah Hughes runs him out of bounds. The freshman from Las Vegas. The Panthers move the sticks, and that's a 12-yard pickup. Quickly right back up on the ball at the 37-yard line. Right hash. Granger with Marcus Carroll lined up just to his right. 7-7 ball game here at Death Valley. Now Marcus going to switch, move to the left side of Granger. Three wideouts here to the near side. And they will try to run it again with Marcus Carroll off right tackle. And he's not going to get a whole lot there. Quickly in there was Mason Smith. 
315, a sophomore out of Homa, Louisiana. 6-6. And he probably has a 32-inch waist and can run a 4740. Big man. Jakari Carter. And he's wearing number zero, Dave. You right. can't have a guy that big wearing number zero. You got to do something different. More compact. Jakari Carter, Kadarius Thompson here on the near side. And the snap coming up on second down and nine after that one-yard gain. It's going to be a swing pass out here to Marcus Carroll. 35, sidesteps, 40, 45. Nice stiff arm to get up across the 45-yard line. He'll go out at about the 48. Andre Sand, the one that ran him out of bounds. Nice run there by Marcus Carroll. Another first down, 11-yard gain, Georgia State. Panthers at their own 49-yard line. Again, right to left. Here in the first quarter. Now inside a seven to go, tied at seven. Granger looks over to the sideline. Marcus Carroll lines up just to his right. Wideouts to both sides, two to the right. One here to the near side. Here's the snap to Granger. Darren going to quickly roll out, going to throw to the far side. It's caught Robert Lewis, and he's hit right away. But that's his third catch of the night. And Robert now with 55 receptions on the season. Boy, they didn't give him any forward progress at all. Robert catches the ball about the 48, 47-yard line. They bark it at the 49 there in Tiger territory. So just a pickup of two on that one. Second down and eight, ball at the 49, just inside of LSU territory. Marcus Carroll again, the lone setback. Shifts from the right to the left side of Darren Granger. Wide out here on the near side, Jakaius Cradle. Boy, it's great to have him back. And a Panthers going to run the football. A big hole up the middle, but it closes quickly. Forward progress will get Marcus up across and close to the 45. It'll be at about a two, maybe a three-yard pickup for Georgia State and Marcus Carroll. That's going to bring up third down now. Somebody fell, and uh, Marcus ended up having to leave his feet and jump up into the air, high knees and everything. But as soon as he landed, he got hit, and uh, forward progress stops immediately. Georgia State going to go with an empty backfield here on third down. Again, diamond formation, four wide, including Marcus Carroll. Lone wide out as Cradle here to the near side. Snap coming up on third and six. Here it is. Granger's going to tuck it and run. He's got some room. 45, nice stiff arm, and he's going to get wrestled down. he got a flag on the field thrown back at the 45-yard line. Andre Sam on the tackle of Darren Granger. Well, that's so far away from the ball. I'm wondering if it's a hold here on us. Holding offense number 52. 10-yard penalty remains third down. Holding penalty assessed to Georgia State. Still going to be third down. And that's the offensive lineman. Well, they accepted senior the Senior Travis Glover. Louisiana State accepted the penalty because it was so close. They may not have even had to measure. Marcus, excuse me, Darren needed to get the ball to the 41-yard line. That's right about where he was knocked down. So it was a pretty easy call there for Brian Kelly to make to accept the penalty and back the Panthers up to the 43. Third down and 16 now for Georgia State. Again, three wide, two to the near side. As the Panthers try to keep this drive alive, Marcus Carroll, single setback now just to the left of Granger. Snap to Darren on third down. They're going to keep it on the ground. Carroll's got some room, but he runs into a few too many purple jerseys as he gets across the Georgia State 45, and that's going to bring up fourth down. And the punting unit will come on for the Panthers for the first time tonight. Where the holes closed so quickly, Dave. I thought if he made contact and then got to 
break it to his left up to our sideline. The Panthers are going from right to left that he would have had a chance. He broke it to the right-hand side, and there was nothing going there. Too many Tigers there to stop him. Forward progress is just shy of the 50-yard line, so the Panthers will have to punt here on fourth. Cade Loggins averaging just over 41 yards per punt. Back deep is Gregory Clayton, and it's a kick going to take a bounce. Caught early across the 35, across the 40, LSU going to return it across their own 45 up close to the 50. And that will be a short punt there for Cade Loggins. That's not what Georgia State was looking for. No, they dropped a guy late, and they had two people. They had one about mid-range and then another deep and very good scouting there. And the kick went right to the short guy, and he ends up making a very nice return before he has a chance to set up defensively. Total yards so far, Georgia State 95 on two possessions, 75 for LSU on one. Immediate timeout here at Death Valley Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge. 7-7 ball game. Georgia State at 15th ranked LSU. We're back in 60 seconds from Baton Rouge. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. 97.5 Glory FM Back here in Baton Rouge at Tiger Stadium, 7-7 ball game. Tonight's game made possible in part by the Georgia State University Bookstore, offering a selection of Panther gifts and apparel with locations on the downtown Atlanta campus, as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. The Georgia State Alumni Association, the alumni office, offers a wide variety of programs to keep you in touch, informed, and involved online at alumni.gsu.edu and by Lou Sabkia. Exit 14 on Georgia 400. Well, one of the game notes that you're going to see, especially from the Georgia State side, uh, coaching perspective would be you have to eliminate penalties and what Bill Curry used to say, shoot yourself in the foot. We were moving the ball. We're 20 yards down the field. We're making progress. We had a penalty on third down that knocks us back, and next thing you know, we've got to punt the ball back, and LSU will take advantage of those types of situations. So, unfortunately, the Panther... Offensive drive stops right around midfield, and it's just about at midfield from the 47-yard line is where the Tigers are going to take over first and 10 for them after the break here. Well, they could not ask for better field position. Georgia State defensively going to have to really tighten things up here to keep this a 7-7 ball game. LSU in that 75-yard drive that scored their first touchdown. Jaden Daniels really had a lot of time very shifty, elusive, and really a tough quarterback to try to keep your eye on. And 
and bring down. He's three for four, 33 yards. The one touchdown. He's also rushed it twice for a total of 38 yards. Yeah, Here come the Bengal Tigers. Real savvy, real pocket presence. He knew where the rush was coming from. He was able to avoid it and pick up first downs and big yardage. From the LSU 47-yard line. Now they're going to go with an empty backfield. Three wide to the left, two wide outs here to the near side. Snap coming up to Daniels on first down. You're going to audible, change of play. Here's the snap. Right-handed quarterback steps up in the pocket, cross the 45, got a flag thrown. He gets across midfield, walking a tightrope, finally shoved out of bounds by Jordan Venzial. It's coming back, Dave. That's a hold, most definitely. I think it was Dennis that was held. Holding offense, number 70. 10-yard penalty remains first down. LSU right guard Miles Frazier, former Golden Panther down at Florida International University, 6'6", 335, a junior out of Cherry Hill, New Jersey. We talk about this all the time. 325, 325, 300, 335, 315. The weights along their starting offensive line. Yeah, most of the guys are really young, too, so they're going to have to feed them for a long while. But a penalty there puts them back on the 37-yard line. Well, they'll take over first and 20. Snap coming up. Daniels from the 37. They're going to keep it on the ground. Going to be a run play for 27. Josh Williams running towards the Georgia State sideline. And he comes close to getting back to the original line of scrimmage. And they will place that ball right at the LSU 45-yard line. Boy, John Trey Hunter had a chance at him there at the line of scrimmage. Just a fast guy. John Trey was able to put his arms around him, but uh, he slips off. And now the Panthers are going to take a timeout. Timeout. Georgia State. They're first of the half. Boy, Sean Elliott is livid over there on the sideline. I think he wants to see the effort level continue, especially knock that guy down. Don't, don't let him pick up 12 yards. Let, let, and he got six, but stop him now. And I, I, I think you. it's a, a teaching point right now, and hopefully that will affect the ball game. Media timeout here in Baton Rouge with Georgia State and the LSU Tigers tied at seven. We'll take the media timeout as well. Back in 60 seconds from Baton Rouge tonight, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. 97.5 Glory FM. Georgia State football tonight on the radio network brought to you in part by Coke Zero Sugar and by Ford. More at Ford.com. We're down to 318 to go here in the first quarter. And we've got a 7-7 ball game. I'm sure that uh, right at kickoff, a little bit of nervousness, a little bit of jitters playing on the largest stage that we have played on this year. Panthers, though, have seemingly settled down. Well, that first drive, you know, when you take the opening kickoff, you win the coin toss and say, we want the ball. Let's see what happens. 
We had one penalty, that pass interference, but everything else we seemed to work. You know, we didn't run the ball very much, but the passing game, the quick pass, take the five, take the seven yards, it was productive, and you build off of that. Defense wasn't able to stop LSU on the first drive, but uh, Sean Elliott takes a timeout here to go, let's do this. We've practiced it. They're not doing anything different than what we've seen on film already. Let's get the right thing that we need to do from an intensity level and make something happen here. So I like the timeout, and let's see if uh, we get an opportunity to get the ball back without giving up any more points. Georgia State came into the ball game tonight averaging 27 points a game. That's about four or five points down from what they were averaging earlier in the season. Georgia State averaging 181 yards rushing per game, 199 yards passing per game. Total offense on average 381 and their third down percentage, 47%. So Georgia State using a timeout, coming out of the timeout. LSU's got the football, second down at 12, and they're at their own 45-yard line. Well, that last give was to Josh Williams, and you were mentioning some of the statistics on 34 carries earlier, and he's averaging 6.2 yards every time he touches the ball. He has four touchdowns in those 20 uh, excuse me on those 34 carries so he's a go-to guy he's out right now number 25 comes into the ball game and that's freshman trey holly he'll see some action here for the first time well we figured they'd go a little bit deeper in the depth chart holly 57 freshman from farmerville louisiana he's going to take a screen pass out on the flat caught at the 40 across the 45 still on his feet Georgia State, a whole group of Panthers running him out of, out of bounds. Venziel lost his helmet. He's going to have to run to the Georgia State sideline for a play. And Justin Abraham will quickly come into the ball game. Well, I think it was Mason Taylor, Dave, number 86, a tight end, that gets involved in that play and does a bush push and gets an extra three or four yards. Jordan did a great job of getting to him at about the 47-yard line, but they give him forward progress. It's third and long now at the 50-yard line. They call it third and seven. And here's the snap to Jaden Daniels. Near hash, three steps back. He's going to step up. He's going to dump it off. Noah Kane makes the catch. He's going to pick up the first down. He barrels across the 40, across the 35, and an LSU first down, but there's a flag on the play. That was number one, Anderson, who was the nearest receiver. And if he was on the line of scrimmage, but they had too many, then there may be a penalty for that. It came from the uh, side judge. There is no foul for offensive pass interference. The ball was first touched behind the line of scrimmage. First down. Result of play is first down. I really would have liked to have had that penalty flag. LSU now at the 32-yard line in Georgia State territory. Staying in at running back is now 27, Josh Williams. So he's the third back we've seen already tonight. They're going to fake the handoff, and they're going to try to get it in the hands of Mason Taylor, the tight end. Daniels' pass led him a little bit too far. He had to reach down. It went off his fingertips. Incomplete pass, second and 10 coming up here for the Tigers. Now, as a Panther fan, I don't mind them being off just a little bit, but that was just a little bit. I mean, he's running to his left as the quarterback, Jaden Daniels, and uh, the ball just misses his tight end just by enough to fall incomplete, second and 10. Snap coming up on second down here to Jaden Daniels, the Arizona State transfer. 
They stick a wide out Brian Thomas Sr. to the left. And he's got time. Throws down the middle of the field towards the end zone. Incomplete. Aaron Anderson. The freshman out of New Orleans at 5'8". The intended receiver. He dove in the right corner of the end zone. Ronald Cooper, the star on the coverage there for Georgia State. It's going to bring up third down and 10 with now 2.15 to go here in the first quarter. Once again, he was open, but off just a little bit. So Panthers are able to take advantage of these little miscues that LSU has early in the first quarter with two, two minutes and 15 seconds left. Josh Williams in a running back. Taylor now the tight end in motion to the far side. Three wide to the left. Lone wide out here to the near side. Snap coming up to Daniels on third down. Two steps back. Daniels going to throw. He's got a man. And a loose football. Fumbled. Big pile on the loose football. Who got it? I think LSU got it. Well, first and foremost, are they going to count that as a catch? Right. It might be an incomplete pass. Pass is complete to Taylor. Well, if he caught the ball, turned, and made a football move, it was John Trey Hunter that that knocked the ball out of his hand. They're going to place it. Discuss it. Yep, they're just going to say it's a first down. Taylor, the ruling on the field is a catch, and then a fumble recovered by the offense. The result of the play is a first down. What a way to come up with a first down! Wow, and the forward progress is right there where the marker is. They give the ball an extra foot, and then it's a first down. So it's in between the 21 and the 22. Tough break there for the Panthers. That's a tough one. First down at the Georgia State 22-yard line. The tight end, Taylor, in motion here to the near side. Left hash. They put a wide out in motion again to the far side. That's Malik Neighbors. Daniel's going to roll out. He's got a man. It's caught by Malik Neighbors. 15 at the 10, and he gets shoved out of bounds by Justin Abraham, and there's a flag on the play. Another flag. Back inside the uh, the 20-yard line. Looks like it'll be against LSU. Jordan Venziel back in the ball game. Justin Abraham trots over to the sideline. An eligible receiver downfield, offense number 86. He was covered up. Five-yard penalty remains first down. So that'll back the Bengal Tigers up to the 27. And we're inside of a minute to play. The clock stopped at 57 seconds. 7-7 ball game, Georgia State and LSU here in Baton Rouge. Well, they're trying to argue right now that there was a portion of that formation in the play that was called. And I think Brian Kelly has gone over to the head linesman to go over to the referee, and they may end up picking up the flag. He's certainly petitioning for it, and he may have, yeah, hey, this is what we did. Here we go. Here's the call. Kyle Olson. The rolling on the field as the ball was caught behind the line of scrimmage. That previous play is under video review. Yeah, they've got to talk about it now. So that will be an extended stoppage in play. Harper, that'll give us a little bit of time to look at our Sunbelt Conference college football scoreboard. Of course, college game day was in Harrisonburg, Virginia today, and wouldn't you know it, Appalachian State and James Madison go to overtime. Yeah, it was Appalachian State in control pretty much from the beginning. Three nothing, then five to or ten to five at halftime, wasn't it, Dave? That's what we were looking at. Games that are still 
taking place right now at the end of the third quarter from Statesboro, Old Dominion 17, Georgia Southern 10. Finals here in the Sun Belt from the Grove in Oxford, Mississippi. Old Miss ends up 35 to three winners against UL Monroe. Army up there in West Point ends up beating Coastal Carolina 28-21. Mississippi State at home ends up beating Southern Mississippi. Uh, 41-20 is the final there. You mentioned the James Madison game, Dave. Uh, James Madison at home, and as you said, the college game day, the experience, all the fans. James Madison now has a blotch on their record. They're 10-1. and They lose to Appalachian State, 26-23. How about this? Arkansas State and Jonesboro ends up defeating Texas State. The final there, 77-31. Who would have thought the over and under in that game would have been over 100? But uh, Arkansas State with 11 touchdowns. Troy was a winner again here today. They're now 9-2, 31-24 against University of Louisiana. And South Alabama is a winner against Marshall. After video review, the ball was caught behind the line of scrimmage. Therefore, it's no ineligible receiver downfield. Result of play is the first down. Well, that one goes LSU's way. By the way, according to the Sun Belt, a Coastal Carolina win over James Madison or an Appalachian State loss to Georgia Southern next Saturday would give the championship game spot out of the East to the Chanticleers. Hmm. Who would have thought that? If Coastal loses and Appalachian State wins, then Appalachian State would make their title game return. So just something to put in the back of your mind here we go play resuming here at baton rouge and they're knocking on the door they've got it at the georgia state eight yard line here's the snap to daniels and it's a fumble football a busted play it was intended for brian thomas and he fumbled or couldn't hold on to the football but lsu pounces on top of it they're going to lose some yards on that play let's see where they well, place normally it. a handoff goes in front of the quarterback this one receiver brian thomas goes behind the quarterback and the exchange just didn't go very well, and it's backed up now to the 14-yard line. So they lose six on that play. In it running back is Josh Williams. Here's the snap to Daniels. Dead center of the field. Daniels, a step back. Now he's going to tuck it and run across the 10, across the 5, and he's going to score a touchdown. Man. That is one tough quarterback customer right there for LSU. It'll be a 14-yard touchdown run for Jaden Daniels. I have a feeling I may be writing that name a few times down here in my score sheet. What do you think? He was so stinking quick that he ran around everybody and avoided the the, 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 the tackles and didn't get touched. Dave runs right up the middle. It looked to me like a quarterback draw, a design play. What do you need? What type of stick here? I'm just trying oh. to make sure you get what you need, Dave. You're good. Here's Unbelievable. The, here's the PAT attempt here for Damian Ramos, redshirt sophomore out of Baltimore. 13-7 our score, and it's now 14-7. The PAT is good. I believe that will go officially as a 14-yard touchdown run. The drive stats haven't been posted yet, but I can tell you right now that LSU has their first lead of the football game over Georgia State now 14-7. As good as Georgia State has been defensively at times this year, not in the last three ball games, Daniels takes it to a completely another level. Yeah. 
Well, I look at it this way. Years ago, somebody told me that at the high school level, when you watch a game and if the defenders are having to dive after the running back or the quarterback or the wide receiver, that means that he has speed that they haven't seen before. And we had guys trying to dive all over the place. When you go to leave your feet, it's like, this is I can't catch you. The only thing that I can do is just reach and try to attempt to touch you. And that's what it looks like Jaden Daniels makes everybody else do, at least on this field here so far. Talk to Florida. He had 200 yards against them last week. Nathan Dippert on the kickoff. Booms this one into the end zone. It'll come out to the 25 for Georgia State. Easier said than done, but when you give up a touchdown like that, now if you're going to make this a football game, Georgia State's got to come out put together a nice, long, sustained sustained drive and come away with some points. Yeah, absolutely. And avoid the penalties and hold on to the football. Keys to the game, Dave. Any game. So Georgia State from the 25 again late here. This will be the final play of the first quarter. 14-7 now. Panthers trailing LSU. Here's the snap. It's going to be a run play for Marcus Carroll on the right side. And they're reaching in, trying to well, good push there by the offensive line. Pull to that hold ball up. loose, and now we got a penalty flag thrown. A lot of yipping and yapping going on down below us. Well, that's Kadarius Thomas. Thompson, excuse me. Well, also Amon, Amon Green. Yeah. 25 also there. That's uh, Javian Toiviano. But that's the end of the first quarter. But the flag has been thrown, so it'll be a dead ball call. Marcus ends up picking up about four yards. Depend on which official. There's two of them that are standing right next to each other. One's on the 33, the other on the 34. Now the linesman is over with Sean Elliott telling him what happened. Yeah, they'll mark the ball at the 33, and then we'll see what the call is here from Kyle Olson. He still hasn't made it. He's visiting with two of his officials. That was a four-yard run to the 29-yard line. Again, four yards in the carry there by Marcus Carroll. TV is still with us. Yep, to the 29, although they look like they're ready to take a national television timeout. But right now, a discussion amongst the officials down below us, and we're just waiting on the clarification. Here we go. There are two fouls after the play. Personal foul, LSU, number 25. Personal foul, Georgia State, number 17. Those fouls offset. That is the end of the quarter. All right, so the first quarter in the books here tonight at Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge. And after getting out to the early 7-0 lead, back-to-back touchdowns, Jaden Daniels in the air to Malik Neighbors, and then a 14-yard touchdown run, LSU, 15th in the country this week, leading Georgia State 14-7. Second quarter coming up after this two-minute timeout from Baton Rouge tonight. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a close game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. 
This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State football. Now back to Baton Rouge. Second quarter here at Baton Rouge. Glad you're with us tonight here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Dave Cohen along with Harper LaBelle. Our engineer is Rick Shaw. Jeff Walker's our studio producer at flagship 88.5 FM WRAS in Atlanta up in Gainesville, Georgia. Mike Wofford at Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Wherever you're listening, glad you're with us. Got a good one so far. Georgia State hanging in there with the 15th ranked team in the country. Yeah, I agree with you, Dave. Uh, Panthers offensively have played pretty well. They had one mistake that gave the ball back on a punt, and now it's just a catch-up game for the Panthers here offensively. They're going to have to do everything they can to try to get the ball at least in field goal range, get something out of this drive. A touchdown would obviously be something to put them right back in the ball game and tie it up, but a pretty good first quarter for the Panthers otherwise. All right, Georgia State here in the second quarter now, running left or right across your radio dial. Again, right now, Darren Granger going with an empty backfield. Three wide here to the near side, two wide outs to his left, and now they're going to shift him on green, the tight end in motion. Here's the snap, and it's going to be a quick toss. Robert Lewis up to 30, 35. He gets up to the 36-yard line. Those plays really worry me. He's running hard, and it's a quick toss. The timing has got to be perfect. Yeah, and another jet screen where he goes underneath the quarterback, and it's a pitch to him. Remember, you see how he bobbled it. The ball ends up hitting him in the chest, and it flies up into the air. Robert had great athleticism to not only get it, but to find out where he needed to get on the field and get the first down. First down for Georgia State, 36-yard line, working near hash. Marcus Carroll, the single setback, now shifts to Granger's left. A lone wideout up top, and here's the snap to Darren. They play action. Granger going to dump it off. Marcus Carroll, 35-40, down the near sideline, 45-50, 45. Nice run, first down run, Darren Granger into LSU territory. Yards after the catch for Darren Granger. And the Panthers pick up a first down, 22 yards on the run there after the pass by Marcus Carroll. Give him time to go, give the receivers, give them time to go down the field and then hit Marcus Carroll in the flat. You get yourself a nice first down after 22 yards. Panthers going from left to right. First down and a ball at the 43 in LSU territory. 
Carroll just to the right of Granger. Darren out of the shotgun, going to take the snap. Granger looking, throws across the middle, got a man. And it's Kadarius Thompson, but he's dragged backwards inside the 45 to the 44. He's just running a little drag route. He had some pressure there. I think that was number four, Harold Perkins, linebacker, that picked him up. Yeah, he ends up losing a yard. So he was from the slot, ends up going across the middle of the field and just didn't get any depth on that route. Quickly back up on the ball, second down and 11 now for Georgia State. Again, play coming in from the sideline, Marcus Carroll. Got a shift now just to Darren's left, a working left hash. Got two wide here on the near side. Talik Williams goes in motion. Behind Granger, they're going to hand it off to Carroll. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. Go, Marcus. 10, 5, touchdown, Georgia State. Marcus Carroll down the far sideline after cutting in behind the left tackle. Goes 44 yards, and Georgia State's made it a one-point ball game. It's now 14-13. What a run by Marcus Carroll for Georgia State. Takes the ball. The, I thought the Talik Williams motion that went behind Darren Granger would take one guy with him, and it ended up doing so. Marcus takes the ball up the middle of the field and then breaks it to the outside and ends up scoring in the far corner of the field. Sprinting to the outside, nobody was able to catch him, including number 14, Andre Sam, the safety. Point after by Liam Rickman is up, and it is good. I just said coming out of that last timeout, the Panthers have got to put together a drive and answer the LSU touchdown. Who That's says exactly no one, what they who did. Who says no one listens to you, Dave? Come on. They, they heard you down there, and what a great job in responding. We're in a tie ball game here with LSU. By the way, 44-yard touchdown run, four-play drive, 75 yards, two minutes and 22 seconds. Again, four plays, 75 yards and 222. And we got a media timeout here at Baton Rouge. Georgia State, 15th-ranked LSU, tied at 14, 12.45 to go here in the second quarter. Back in 60 seconds from Baton Rouge tonight, you're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State football. We got more for you coming up next here on your radio station for Georgia State football. 97.5 Glory FM. Heard online at WGTJRadio.com. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. 
This is WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville. J, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. By the way, that was the 13th rushing touchdown of the season for Marcus Carroll. That sets a single season record, and he now goes over 2,000 yards rushing. Marcus Carroll, think about being behind Tucker Gregg and Jemias Williams and Darren Granger a year ago. I throw Granger in there because he ended up being our leading rusher. Yeah, absolutely. And there's times this year you wonder how fatigued is your running back if he's really the only guy that's getting any touches. We played last week against a team that used four and sometimes five different running backs. We used predominantly one, but uh, boy, he looked like he was training camp fresh on that one. Great burst of speed, especially from about the 35, 25-yard line in that area. He just turned it on and was able to get himself another touchdown that uh, I hope on video there's a couple of pictures. He'll hang that up on the wall at the house. He'll have that forever. Caleb Jackson and Noah Kane back deep. Ah, out of bounds. Ball ends up out of bounds on the kickoff, which is not what Georgia State wanted. Nope. And a flag thrown. Yeah, the flag for... Uh, ball going out of bounds obviously so they'll take over at the 35 yard line will lsu if you're going to do one thing don't help them with their field position yeah, yeah i'm not going to say it's all you do but it's a lot of what you there do. there are multiple fouls on the play free kick out of bounds kicking team after the play personal foul unnecessary roughness kicking team that 15 yards will be added from the 35 yard line First Holy down. cow, are you kidding me? So kick it out of bounds and then a flag with a penalty and give him 15 more yards. Wow. It's a 25-yard penalty. Playing on the road in the Southeastern Conference. Yes, sir. That's Kyle Olson. Referees, have definitely, they know they're on TV. You know that. They've made a lot of penalty calls here. How many do we have? Does he know he's on radio, too? Probably not. He's probably not paying attention to the radio crew. <laughs> so now they're going to mark the ball back. We're just watching him. And he hasn't said anything. Yeah, walk it off in the other direction. The dead ball personal foul was against LSU. Oh, he didn't say that. 15 yards from the 35-yard line. The ball was placed in the 20-yard line. All right, well, everything we just said now is a moot point. Yeah, they're still trying to get this figured out. So when the ball goes out of bounds on a kickoff, it's it's 30 yards from where it was kicked off. So it should have been first and 10 at the 35 instead of the 25. It's a 10-yard gift to the offense. But the penalty was called against Georgia State. He pointed against us, but everybody on the Georgia State sideline said, no, 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 no. That, that wasn't against us. So now it's first and 10 at the 20-yard line for the LSU offense. I think we got it straight now, Dave. They're still conversing over there. Caleb Jackson is in a running back. Yeah, the officials are still in discussion. Now they break up the conference. Caleb Jackson, the freshman out of Baton Rouge, who's got three rushing touchdowns, starts this series in the backfield. They stick two wide to the left, two wide to the right. Jaden Daniels from the right hash. Tight end in motion. That's Mason Taylor. Here's the snap coming up from the 20-yard line. He's going to throw over here to the near side, right through the hands of the intended receiver, Chris Hilton, the junior out of Zachary. Make that the sophomore out of Zachary, Louisiana. 
that ball had some zip on it. But I'll tell you what, I don't think that Hilton even got his hands up. I know the ball was thrown right about, you know, where the letters are if you're a baseball player or the waist, but uh, no effort at all to make that catch. Second down and 10. Trying to spread the defense over here in the near side. Now the tight end, Taylor, in motion. Side, uh, here's the snap to Jane Daniels. He looks far side of the field, throws for the first down, got a man, and here comes yards after the catch, caught by Malik Neighbors. Scampers across the 40, across the 45, across the 50 at midfield into Georgia State territory before he's finally caught and dragged down by Justin Abraham. Big first down for the Tigers. Well, I thought Justin was able to rip the ball loose. It ended up that Neighbors ends up keeping it, and a big play right there, and here's a timeout by the Panthers. Their second timeout of the ball game. Timeout, Georgia State, their second of the half. And the Red Hat will make his way onto the field. That signals a national television, now radio timeout with 12 minutes and 12 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Georgia State 14, 15th ranked LSU 14. We'll take the timeout with them. Back in 60 seconds from Baton Rouge tonight, you're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Loose Hub Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. 97.5 Glory FM. Back here in Baton Rouge, 14 all, Georgia State and LSU. Tonight's game presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics, Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Center Park, a community-based credit union. We thank them for their support of Georgia State University football throughout the season. The Panthers right now tied at 14 with just over 12 minutes remaining here in the second quarter, Harper. Well, Sean Elliott pulling the defensive timeout that he has done so often throughout the course of the season and really his career at Georgia State. I'd rather have my defense correct a problem and avoid a score or at least reduce the possibility of one than save those timeouts for the offense later on in the ballgame, especially in the first half. So after a huge play, 33-yard pick up there by the Panthers he wants to make another correction here defensively so LSU will take the remaining portion of this possession at the 47 yard line in Georgia State Panther territory LSU going from right to left across your radio dial and the Panthers are back out on defense we still have about another 15 or 20 seconds before the TV timeout is over 
And here comes LSU, Josh Williams coming out and running back along with quarterback Jaden Daniels. Kyron Lacey, the former Raging Cajun, lone wide out to the far side of the field, far right. Here's the snap coming up on first down from the 47-yard line. Now Williams will shift to the left. Here's the snap. Daniels dumps it off to Josh Williams. Caught at the 45, the 40, still on his feet. Dragged down inside the 35. Got a flag thrown back from the 30-yard line. Looks like uh, Malik Neighbors. So quick little, not a screen pass, but uh, Williams ends up in the flat. And gets the ball very quickly by Daniels. During the run, holding offense, number eight, 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul, remains first down. Number eight is Malik Neighbors, their top wide receiver, so that'll move LSU back to the 46-yard line. By the way, down in Statesboro tonight, Old Dominion and Georgia Southern tied at 17 late in the football game. Snap on the way here. First down and nine for the LSU Tigers. Williams in the backfield now shifts up to the right of Jaden Daniels. Quick pass out in the flat. Bubble screen pass to Neighbors. Neighbors dragged down just shy of the first down marker. Boy, he's got a quick first step after hauling in that football. Gets up across the 45. Goes out inside the 40 at the 39 by Bright Keese Brown. Had to chase him down and run him out of bounds. So they're at the Georgia State 39-yard line. Second down and two coming up. Clock running at 11.20. Caleb Jackson back in at running back. In this short yardage play to get to the first down marker. Kyron Lacey in motion. Here's the snap. They're going to hand it off. It's going to be a run play. They're going to pick up the first down. They've done simply just run straight ahead. As much as Georgia State is going to struggle to run in between the tackles, and now they're going to separate a couple of players. Justin Abraham. And well, you mentioned the size of these linemen earlier in the broadcast, Dave, and there isn't a single one of them that doesn't weigh less than 315 pounds, and the biggest defensive lineman from Georgia State is about 290, so the run differential uh, is there. Here's a blitz. First down, empty backfield, and they throw to the tight end, and it's caught by Mason Taylor. Trying to wrestle him down is Jeremiah Johnson, the Georgia State safety. And that's a big dude right there, 6'6", 255. I mentioned him earlier. And he picks up, it was first and nine. Is that, no, they got the first down. So yeah. now um, it'll be second and one. Ball at the 26-yard line. Game tied at 14, right at 10 minutes to go, second quarter. And somebody's going to burn a timeout, I believe, Georgia State. Timeout, Georgia State, their third and final timeout of the half. So Sean Elliott and company will use their final timeout here in the first half. The Red Hat will come on the field signaling immediate timeout. And we will take it as well. 10.05 to go here before halftime. Georgia State and LSU tied at 14. Back to Baton Rouge in 60 seconds. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, 
Wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. The Panthers play here on 97.5 Glory FM. Back here in Baton Rouge tonight, 10.05 to go. And right now, Georgia State hanging in there with the 15th-ranked team in the country, the LSU Tigers, game tied at 14. Tonight's Georgia State football broadcast here on the radio network brought to you in part by Ticketsmarter.com, by Northside Hospital, and by Center Park Credit Union. Pretty good game so far, Dave. I have to admit, I, I was a little nervous when we started about, you know, our offense hasn't done anything in the last two and a half, three and a half ball games. You too? <laughs> Yeah, me as well. Rick was the only Rick one. Was, who, yeah, he, he was fine. He was the most confident of the three yeah, of us. He had that, yeah, all the, hey, I just want to make sure that the electricity is on here in the booth. And by the way, could it be any colder? I mean, it's 65 degrees. I'm like 31 right now. This is an icebox because the air conditioner in this stadium is always on. We can't get it off. But uh, good job by the Panthers. And, again, Sean Elliott, we said it after the last break. He's going to call the timeout, see if we can't fix something defensively. But there's guys that are open. And I don't know where he's going to get drafted, but he will get picked. That's for sure. Is he going to be a first-rounder? <laughs> Most likely. Will he end up in Atlanta? There's a couple people that are saying that very early right now, but it's second and one. And uh, Jaden Daniels is 11 of 15. He has 140 yards. He's got a touchdown, no interceptions. 73% completion percentage, which is a little bit higher than what he normally is. He's around 71 normal. His quarterback rating is 173.7 here with 10 minutes and 5 seconds left to go in the first half. All right, Josh Williams in at running back. They're looking for just about a yard, and Williams will go in motion. Daniels takes the snap, three steps back, throws across the middle. Kyron Lacey caught. Touchdown, LSU. Wasn't even an RPO. He just kind of puts the ball out and acts as if Williams is going to be near enough to do a play fake. So I can't really call it an RPO genuinely way that it's designed. But boy, did he zip the ball right over the middle. Cover two by the Panthers. Daniels throws it right in the middle of the field where the S is in LSU. There's no way that anybody would be able to get to that as quickly as that ball was delivered out of his hand and into the awaiting arms of Kyron Lacey wide receiver has his first touchdown of the ball game so here's Damian Ramos on to attempt the point after LSU 20 Georgia State 14 there's the snap ball is down kick is up and it is good and it's now a 21 to 14 lead LSU over Georgia State drive summary 27-yard touchdown pass, Jaden Daniels to the former Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajun, Kyron Lacey. Seven-play drive, Harper, 80 yards, two minutes, 45 seconds. 
all the drives here tonight that have scores. The slowest one of all was the first one that Georgia State had, three minutes and seven seconds. LSU responded with a two-minute and 33-second touchdown. Then they had uh, their second touchdown of the ball game, and now their third at 245. Two minutes and 22 seconds for the Marcus Carroll touchdown drive that the Panthers had the last time they got the ball. 21-14. With right at 10 minutes to go here in the second quarter. I said this the last time. Georgia State's going to have to put together a long sustained drive. Nathan Dibbert set to kick it away for the Tigers. And Talik Williams back deep, standing just inside the five. That's going to sail over his helmet. And out the back of the end zone. Ball will come out to the 25. Well, Darren Granger so far tonight's had a good night. Yes, he 12 has. of 14, 113 yards and one touchdown. Yeah, 86. That's way above his average, 86%. He's done very well here tonight. And it doesn't look like we're going to spend a lot of time running. Now, granted... Marcus ends up scoring on a 44-yard touchdown on the ground, but uh, I, I think we're going to be throwing the ball maybe 50 times here this evening. Granger out of the shotgun, first play from the 25-yard line. Amon Green goes in motion. They fake the handoff. He's going to throw on the run, hits his tight end, and upended is Amon Green. Maybe got a yard on the play, maybe got right back to the line of scrimmage. Harold Perkins, the second for LSU, there to make the stop. He's right there, middle linebacker, 6'1", 220, a sophomore out of New Orleans, his 57th tackle of the season. He's one of those guys, he's a ball player now. Ten tackles for loss, five sacks for Perkins, an interception, quarterback hurries, three fumble recoveries, he's the real deal. Gain of one, second down and nine. Marcus Carroll now in motion. Granger's going to tuck it and run right up the middle across the 30. Well... Maybe to the 31 with a little bit of forward, uh, forward progress there. That's going to bring up third down now for Georgia State. And how are we on third down so far tonight? Two for three. Two for three. So we're going to keep the same 11 in the ball game. Amon Green is in a slot off to the left-hand side. Three receivers to the left. Four-yard gain on the run. Near hash. Marcus Carroll, Granger look over to the sideline as the play is signaled in. Three wide to Darren's left. Lone wide out here to the right side is Robert Lewis. Snap on the way. Granger, two steps back. Now he's going to escape the pocket. He's going to run. He's going to throw on the run. Got a man caught by Marcus Carroll at the 45. First down, Georgia State. Boy, Marcus did a great job of finding an open gap in the zone coverage while Darren was running around trying to avoid the sack. He gets outside the pocket to about where the bottom of the numbers are, and he releases the ball back across his body, and Marcus just catches it and quickly goes down to the ground. First down for the Panthers at the 45. Granger again out of the shotgun. A couple of wideouts here to the near side, Lewis and Talik Williams. He'll audibleize at the line. Eight minutes to go, second quarter now trailing by a touchdown here in Baton Rouge tonight. Green in motion, the tight end, snap to Darren. He's going to hand it off. It's going to be a run play for Marcus Carroll off right tackle. He'll scoot across the 45 up to about the 46, maybe the 47. And big number 94, Paris Shand, a transfer from Arizona, originally from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, makes the tackle. For the Panthers now, 
Second down and nine. Empty backfield again, Dave. Robert Lewis goes in motion. Circles behind Granger. Screen pass. Caught at the 41. 45-50. First down run, Robert Lewis. LSU having a tough time getting him down to the turf, and they finally do. Amari Spates first to make contact. He's a transfer from Oregon State. That's his 49th tackle of the year, a senior originally out of Philadelphia. Good read by Granger, a scene that when he goes in motion that Robert had nobody trailing with him. He knows it's zone coverage. He's going to have a little bit of time after the ball is snapped to let everybody go back a little bit and separate, and Robert ends up doing a great job of getting the first down. 11-yard pickup there for the Panthers. Again, looking over to the sideline. First and 10. They're at the LSU 43-yard line. Left hash. Granger takes the snap. And they're going to fake the handoff. Granger to the far side, 40, 35. He gets run out of bounds at the 34-yard line. Nice run. And finally, Major Burns runs him out of bounds into the Georgia State sideline. Boy, Ovi Ogofu ends up being the closest one to Darren, but he outruns him and gets to the outside. It was a... Design play, you you give the fake handoff, the RPO to Marcus Carroll, and then you keep it, and you end up picking up about seven or almost eight yards there on that one. They place it at the 35, and it's now second down and two for Georgia State. Again, left to right here in the second quarter. Green goes in motion here to the near side. Here's the snap to Darren. Hands it off Marcus Carroll, trying to run into the teeth of the LSU defense. Did a really good job and may have enough for a first down. <laughs> Did you see him lean there at the very yeah, end? Yeah. It looks like uh, Shand, Paris Shand, once more has his feet at about the 34-yard line. But Marcus does a terrific job of just extending forward, a little bit of a push by the offensive line, and they give him the first down at the 33. So first and 10 at the LSU 33-yard line. Granger, left hash. Marcus Carroll sets up just to his right. Robert Lewis and Jakaius Cradle. The wideouts over here to the near side. Snap on the way as tight end Green in motion here to the near side. Snap to Darren again. And this time they're going to run it with Marcus Carroll. And he's going to get stood up big time by Omari Spates. They didn't fool any of the Tigers that time on that play. We are going to try to run over your right tackle, Montavious Cunningham. But there was a, a defensive lineman, I think it was Jacoby Gilroy that was over him. And then, there, then there's Spates. Two guys, you can only block one of them, and Spates ends up making a nice play. Diamond formation on the far side, Dave. You have four receivers to on the, the left. To the short side of the field, Granger left hash. On second and ten. Empty backfield. And whistles. Delay game for us. Delay game. Offense. Five-yard penalty. Remain second down. They're right before the doggone snap of the ball. Darren looks over on the sideline and looks to see whether or not that the defense was in the position for him to run what they had called. And it took that extra split couple seconds and the play clock ends up going down to zero. Five yard penalty there for the Panthers, backs it up to the 38 yard line. Second and 15 now for the Panthers. Talik Williams lines up in the backfield. And the snap on the way to Darren Granger. Lewis the lone wideout. They're gonna hand it off to Marcus Carroll. 
And he will plow forward ahead to the 35-yard line. He gets a couple of yards back from the penalty. And that's going to bring up third down and 12 now for Georgia State. Complete revamp here defensively. Five guys end up coming off the field. Three for four on third down opportunities. Two wide here to the near side. Granger, left hash out of the gun. Now the crowd begins to make a little noise here at Death Valley. Georgia State threatening here as we get late in the second quarter. Three and a half minutes to play. Panthers down by a touchdown. Snap on the way to Darren. Granger going to roll out here to the near side. Makes a throw. It's caught and run out of bounds. Down below us is Talik Williams, but nowhere near the first down marker. That's going to be good for about four yards. Boy, it was a bootleg to the right. Everybody, including all of the offensive linemen, end up rolling out at the snap of the ball, trying to give Darren a little extra time to throw the ball. In his one option, he makes that nice throw. It's fourth down now. Panthers going to go for it on fourth and seven with inside of three minutes to go here in the second quarter. Now the crowd here at Tiger Stadium getting really loud as the Panthers going to go for it on fourth down. Snap to Darren. It's a blitz. Granger going to throw far sideline looking for Robert Lewis. He didn't see the ball. He didn't see it. It's incomplete. You know, for a split second, I thought he was going to haul that yes. one in. He had a step and a half lead on the DB. And couldn't see it. It was single coverage with the cornerback, Sage Ryan. Yeah, so the ball like a, will go over on I downs. thought he was going to do a Randy Moss and put his hands out extremely late to avoid contact by the DB. But I guess the ball got up in the lights where he couldn't see it. We can't tell from our perspective here. But unfortunately, the Panthers will give the ball back on downs. All right, media timeout late here in the second quarter, right at 2.36 to go. In quarter number two, LSU will get the ball back over on downs, leading Georgia State here at Baton Rouge, 21-14. to 14. We'll take the timeout as well. Back in 60 seconds from Baton Rouge tonight, you're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Dave Cohen, Harper LaBelle, Engineer Rick Shaw back here in Baton Rouge. Tonight's game here from... Tiger Stadium presented by Center Park Credit Union. Proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Georgia State Football. Hey Dave, my two favorite teams are Georgia State and anyone that plays Georgia Southern. And now my favorite team is Old Dominion. How about that? 20 to 17 from Statesboro. Old Dominion now five and six with one game left to play and that's against who? That's against that's us. That's against us, that's Next right. Saturday. We end up going there. 
This has gone on quite long enough. During this entire break, that music that you can hear from Monday Night Football, that was a honorarium, I guess you could, for all the LSU players that are in the National Football League. And they'd go one or two or three different players that are on some teams. They ended up there with the loudest uh, ovation for Joe Burrow and for... Uh, Jamar Chase that are with the Cincinnati Bengals. What, Dave? That was for LSU players. I thought it was for Will Lutz and Shandon Sullivan. I think it was. That that cheer, that last cheer was for them. But uh, Football Factory, we are in it right now. 21-14. There's a timeout on the field, and Georgia State defense will come back out with 2 minutes and 36 seconds. Let's hope we get the ball back. We haven't had a turnover here. We've had the ball hit the ground a couple times. But uh, LSU was able to respond and, and get on top of them. All right, so the Tigers take over at their own 36. They make that their own 30. Well, it's right in between the 30 and the 31-yard line. We'll call it the 30. With two minutes and 36 seconds remaining here before halftime, LSU's got a touchdown lead. Starting this series out at running back for the LSU Tigers is 27, Josh Williams. They stick two wideouts to the far side, including neighbors. Keep an eye on number eight. Here's Jaden Daniels. He's going for the home run ball down the near sideline. It's up and it's caught, and it's going to be an LSU touchdown. Caught an LSU touchdown. Number 11, Brian Thomas. He was the... Robin to Malik Neighbors' Batman, and he had not really figured into the offense at all yet here in the first half. Did he get in, or did he, did we trip him up at the one-yard well, line? I thought we tripped him up, and I don't know if they're going to have to look at it. But then he also he dropped the ball, yeah. so he, you know, and it goes out of the back of the end zone. I think they're going to put it at the three. Boy, Jaden Daniels threw a really nice football, didn't he? Boy, it was. As oh, well thrown as you can. Yeah, no, that's that, that is a touchdown. That is a touchdown. Yeah, so Thomas has his 14th touchdown. He averages 18 yards per reception, 51 receptions coming into this ball game. Still under review. Well, that's I, I I wasn't sure because he did bobble the ball and it looked like I wasn't. The rolling on the field of a touchdown is under video review. See, I think he may have gone down at the. In just inside the two or the one-yard line, yeah. right at the one. Well, Bikris did everything he could to get him down. He made contact with him at the five, but here's a guy, you know, full speed and stretching out. I don't what's, – what's his height and weight? He's a big dude now. He's stretched out. 6'4", 205. Yeah, so they're going to look at it a little bit longer here just to double-check. Our referee, Kyle Olson, underneath the hood. And we're showing a highlight of it there in the big screen. Yeah, we got one here. It, it's going to be – it's 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 going to be so stinking close. I'm wondering if they give it to him. But when did the ball pop out? That's the big thing. Now I'm showing right now the thing I'm looking at. It should be their ball at about the about the one yard inside the one. Does his knee hit? No, he extends. His elbows hit the ground just prior to the goal line. But is the ball across the plane? We're, we're watching it. Yeah, see see that, the ball hit I the ground? A, I think that's a touchdown. Well, it crosses the plane right there. But he loses the ball. And, yeah. you know, the NFL rule is the ground cannot cause a fumble. 
I think they give it to him. It's close, but I mean, you want it first and goal inside the one, or do you want to give the guy the score? They're Boy, calling. They're calling it a 70-yard touchdown pass right now. Yeah. 2.26 to go here in the second quarter. Well, the scoreboard operator put the six points on the board. Here's After video Collins. review, the ruling on the field of a touchdown stands. So 70-yard touchdown pass to number 11, Brian Thomas. And it will go as... One play, 70 yards. It took him 10 seconds to take a two-touchdown lead here late in the second quarter. No idea how it took 10 seconds to go 70 yards. That's that's a slow receiver. 27 nothing now here, or 27-14, excuse me, with the PAT to follow. Here's the kick. And the kick is up, and it is good. So now LSU has the two-touchdown lead. 28-14. We talked about this in our pregame show. It worries you about LSU coming off that 52-point performance in the win over Florida last week. They averaged 45.9 points per game, and they've got 28 right yeah, now, and we're heading into halftime. They're already halfway there Yep, and beyond. Early in the season, when Georgia State's offense was rolling nicely the Panthers at one point averaging 32 points a game that number has dropped to about 27 and the last three games against Georgia Southern James Madison and Appalachian State have brought that number down a little bit so Nathan Dippert is set to kick it away again 226 to go here in the second quarter Talik Williams standing back at the Georgia State five-yard line down to my left and it is a booming end-over-end kick. And Talik will watch it bounce in the end zone. And it's going to come out to the 25-yard line for Darren Granger. Dibbert with a real, real strong leg there by the Dibbert, this kickoff guy. That second kickoff that they had, first one opened the game, and then the second one, he kicked it short on purpose where Talik catches it about the 8 and still gets it out to about the 25. They decided, let's not do that again. And they have it. You know, it's just, let's kick it deep and... Let them uh, get the ball first and 10 at the 25s, which is where the Panthers will take over now. Granger right now, 16 of 19 in the air, 145 at a touchdown. He goes with an empty backfield, two wide to his left, two wide to the right here on the near side. Here's the snap to Darren. And it's going to be a quick toss to Robert Lewis. Robert running to the near sideline, up across the 30. Flag thrown back at the 25-yard line. Nice run there by Robert Lewis. But let's see. Real ticky-tack by yeah, Talik Williams to give him a penalty right there for holding. Let's see if you're right. There in the run, holding, offense, number 16. 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. Remains first down. Well, you got that one right, Harper. Well, it was past the line of scrimmage, and it's 10 yards from where the penalty occurs, and that was at the 27, so it'll drop it back down to the 17-yard line. The Panthers will take over first and 17. 
18. Yep. First down, 18 and 17. 210 to go on a turning clock. Panthers try to dig out of a hole here late in the second quarter, down 28-14. Granger has Marcus Carroll lined up to his left. Snap, and they're going to go ahead and run the football with Marcus, looking for a hole, almost had one. He got up across the 20 and gets dropped at the 23. Obi Ogfufo on the tackle there. Ogofu is the correct pronunciation. Ogofu there on the tackle there for the LSU Tigers. Marcus bring up second down and 12. Five tough yards there for Marcus Carroll off a right tackle. He'll stay in the backfield. Lines up just to the left, a little behind Granger. And now he's going to shift in motion. Granger's going to go ahead and tuck it and run, and LSU read that beautifully. Nothing going there for Darren on that carry. He's now rushed it. Timeout. LSU, their first of the half. 30 seconds in length. Granger's now rushed it four times. Please reset the game clock to 117. 117. Four times for 14 yards. It was uh, Jordan Jefferson on the tackle there for LSU. That's a big dude, too. 6'4", 317, a senior from... Down in Florida and a transfer from West Virginia. It's one thing in, in getting all my sheets done. A lot of transfers here. Missouri, West Virginia, Texas, Oregon, Arizona, Oregon State. I mean, they're from all over the place. Notre Dame, Texas yep. A&M, Maryland, Oklahoma State. You're right, Dave. There are a lot of guys in this roster that have come from other schools. And I'm sure LSU, you know, over the years, my critique of LSU has been that if you're a junior and you're not playing for the national championship, you're going to leave. You're yeah. going to go into the NFL and uh, just try to get into the league. So a lot of guys, there's an opening every year that they have for upperclassmen. Georgia State trying to convert on third down. Put a man in motion to Leak Williams. Granger now going to unleash the football. He's got a man caught, but it's going to be just shy of the first down marker, and who caught it? Robert Lewis. And it's gonna be fourth and a yard. And I can tell you the Panthers are gonna go for it here. Timeout, LSU, their second of the half. 30 seconds in length. Please reset the game clock to 108. Well, a good job of protecting your quarterback first and foremost by the offensive line. And this isn't an easy throw. You gotta wait for Robert to get 17 18 yards down the field he got to about the 38 and then came back and by the time the ball got there he ends up catching it at the 34 tries to go down immediately forward progress there is just still a yard short we need about two and a half feet for the first down lsu responds by bringing in some big bodies now number 11 Jackson Howard, he's listed as a linebacker, but he's lined up at least three or four times at a tackle position. Jefferson's back in the ball game. We mentioned him just a moment ago. Fourth down of the yard, Granger. Trying Showing to, blitz. Yep, uh, trying to draw someone off sides. Looks over to the sideline. A minute and eight seconds remaining, second quarter. They've got eight guys in the box. And we do have them on green at tight end, but really it's our five guys. Crowd getting loud here at Baton Rouge. Granger. 
And we, we can't call timeout. We don't have a timeout. Delay game. Delay Offense. Five-yard penalty. Remains fourth down. So we tried to take some time off the clock, but it wasn't moving. Nope. nope. And now it's going to be fourth and six. Well, that'll force a punt there for the Panthers. I really don't want to give Jaden Daniels the ball with a minute eight to go. Well, it only took him 10 seconds to score the last time they had it. That's what I mean. And now are they going to drop two guys back? Number 80, Gregory Clayton is the punt returner. Yep, they're going to drop back number 19 as well. So Cade Loggins getting ready to punt the football for Georgia State. Seth Glauser, the long snapper. That's going to be an end-over-end kick. It's going to be caught, and what a play on special teams there for Georgia State. 25, Josiah Robinson, Josiah Robinson yep. the sophomore from Apopka, Florida, the former Coastal Carolina shot to clear. The minute that ball was caught, dragged him down. It was fielded there. Tony McRae is un ends up dropping back and being as a second punt returner. And we kicked it right to him. And Josiah Robinson making a nice play there at the 40-yard line is where the Panther, excuse me, where the Tigers will take over with a minute and three seconds left to go here in the first half. Javen Nicholas was the one that actually fielded that punt with a minute three to go, first down. And Daniels out of the shotgun, almost dead center of the field. Daniels takes the snap. Two steps back. He's got time. Now he's going to run 35 and gets run out of bounds down below by Ty G. Leach. A correction by Josiah Robinson. Yeah, Josiah was spying him there at the line of scrimmage, just wondering if he's going to scramble. He does. When Daniels takes off, Josiah's job is to go with him in a four-yard pickup later. Actually, it's a really good job by the linebacker, Josiah Robinson. 28-14, Georgia State trailing here at LSU to the 15th-ranked Tigers. LSU goes with an empty backfield. They stick three wide. And now the tight end, uh, a correction, Josh Williams shifts into the backfield. 56 seconds to go. Daniels two steps back. P Panthers having a tough time getting pressure. He'll throw down the middle of the field, and it's incomplete. And there's a flag. Well, they may get together and say that was that was not a pass that was catchable if he's worth his salt Kyle Olsen will at least examine defense, that number five 15 yard penalty automatic first down Aaron Aaron Anderson was the intended receiver bright Keith Brown on the coverage well the good news is we're not in the pro game and it doesn't go down to the five yard line but it is a 15 yard penalty and LSU will take it over the ball first down just outside the 40-yard line of Panther territory. Williams in it running back just to the right. Three wide, one here to the near side. Snap coming up on first down. Pressure. Daniels will throw a bullet across the middle. It's caught. Kyron Lacey inside the 20, inside the 15, inside the 10 to about the 8-yard line. So they're quickly, LSU back up on the ball. Down to 35 seconds to go on a moving clock. Williams remains in it running back. Three wideouts, including the tight end, Mason Taylor to the right. Now Williams will shift. He's a wideout near side. And flags I they, thrown. I don't know if they were set. 
someone may have moved. I think that should be a procedure against LSU or an illegal formation. Got two different officials, one on each side, opposite side of the field, have di- different calls. Javon Dennis with his hands full with that right tackle, Emery Jones Jr. Javon, six feet 272. Emery Jones, 6'6", 315, and they were all wrapped up. False start, offense, not all of the players were set prior to the snap. That's a five-yard penalty. This foul qualifies for a 10-second runoff. LSU is elected to use a timeout to avoid the runoff. Well, that would have taken it down to the 13-second mark. Remaining in the second quarter. Because of the time that the Instead, he'll burn a timeout and keep the 23 seconds up on the game clock. Yeah, I think that's a pretty wise move there by Brian Kelly. I saw the side judge going over to talk to him. I figure, what penalties against you? Why would you be doing that? He has no option here at all except for the time expulsion that he avoids. So it'll be first down. And goal to go from the 13. Please set the game clock to 26 seconds. So now they'll add three seconds to the game clock. I think even if you throw a completed pass that doesn't go into the end zone, you should be able to spike the ball and have enough time to at least try to either kick a field goal or go for it and see what happens. So there's at least two plays. With no timeouts, though, you never know. Georgia State, if they have a run here, will just try to land on a guy and stay on him as long as you can. But little chance, I think, that uh, LSU ends up deciding to run the ball from here. Ball at the 13-yard line. Josh Williams now shifting to Jaden Daniels' left. Here's the snap to Daniels. Got a lot of time. Throws across the middle. Got a receiver all alone in the end zone. Touchdown, LSU. That's Lacey who caught it? It was... That former raging Cajun, Kyron Lacey, doing the damage. Well, he had one-on-one coverage. They blitzed everybody. They tried to get time to uh, put some extra pressure on Daniels, but it didn't work. Everyone got picked up at the line, and Lacey runs a post route with no safety in the middle of the field. This is too much territory for Bright Crease Brown to cover, and he's not able to do it. Lacey alone in the end zone. Daniels zips another one into him. 34-14 with the PAT to follow. Just a three-play drive covering 60 yards. And the point-after attempt is up, and it is good. We had a drive earlier with that that 70-yard touchdown pass. This one only took LSU 40 seconds to score. So they scored two touchdowns in their last four plays, and they've needed four plays total to get the two scores. What an offensive machine this, this school is. Unbelievable. And they have three losses. Wow. 13-yard touchdown pass. Jaden Daniels to Kyron Lacey. Three-play drive, 60 yards again, 40 seconds. And now 23 seconds remaining on the game clock. Well, you put a lot of pressure on your defense when you've got one, two, three receivers, a tight end. You've got a running back. All of them are 
guys that can run four fours, four threes. Nathan Dippert will kick it away here. It's going to be a high end over end kick and a fair catch signaled for by Talik at the one yard line. The ball will come out to the 25. Georgia State will only have 23 seconds with which to work here before heading into the locker room at halftime. take over at the 25-yard line on the near hash. Normally they take it over at the far. And again, without any timeouts remaining, just figure you take a knee or just try to run up the middle, go into halftime. We won the toss, we took the ball, so LSU will get the ball to start the second half. All right, here's Granger in the backfield with Marcus Carroll. Here's the snap. And Granger fakes the handoff. Darren going to unleash far side of the field, and it's caught and run out of bounds. That could be a late hit penalty there against LSU. And we can get his feet in. Line judge, line and the back judge are talking about it. They're going to talk. I I don't know if he made the catch in bounds. I sure hope he did. Well, they're they're, they're moving the football like he did. The ruling on the field is an incomplete pass. Second down. Georgia State hit moved up to the what they thought was the new line of scrimmage and then they had the turf pulled out from underneath their feet and they're back to the 25 yard line great and idea. it's now second and ten yep. Yep. great idea find that gap between where a corner if he's pressed and where the safety is find that zone the ruling on the field of an incomplete pass is under video review well, the good news is that there should be enough cameras here by ESPN to be able to get a better perspective 35-14. Saying that he's at uh, the 17-second mark. Did he catch it? Both feet are inbounds. Inbounds. Makes the catch. And he did. Well, did he slide out? Well, he may have slid out a little bit. He has the ball right there. I, I don't know. We're, it was ruled an incompletion, so it has to be overturned by irrefutable evidence, right? If you put it back in slow motion in reverse, that helps. And that's what they're showing on the, the big board. Rick behind us has a better view of what uh, the TV in the press box is going to show. Dave, I'm going to guess that they're not going to care very much about what we think. You think? Has anybody just walked up to your home and said, hey, Dave, I really want to know what you think? No. About anything. Kyle Olsen still under the hood. He's got the headphones on. And he's taking them off, and here we go. We should have a call here in just a couple seconds. After video review, the ruling on the field of incomplete pass stands. Second down. So second down at 10. 17 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. And the ball at the 25-yard line. Left hash. For Darren Granger. Whiteouts here to the near side include Talik Williams and Kadarius Thompson. Robert Lewis wide out to the far side. Marcus Carroll now going to shift to Granger's left. And the Panthers will keep it on the ground with Marcus. He'll run in between the tackles 
And that might be the final play here in the first half. Looks like it will be. Jordan Jefferson on that final tackle. And the clock at two at one. And the first half is in the books here tonight. In Baton Rouge, Georgia State will head to the locker room trailing 15th ranked LSU 35-14. Well, we were tied at 14 here uh, midway point of the third quarter. I think there were about seven minutes left to go when uh, Lacey gets a touchdown, then Thomas gets a touchdown, and Lacey gets another touchdown. So LSU just explodes here in the second and really pulls away. Panthers had a couple chances. They lose the ball on downs, and then they had a punt. But other than that, uh, it's just been a, a, a domination by a very good football team in that second quarter. And maybe the best quarterback in college football in the country. And I tell you what, the guy that has shown bright neighbors early on, but Kyron Lacey, again, the former Louisiana Raging Cajun, has played really well. Yeah, we'll go over the stats and look a little bit more, bit more at what they were able to do individually. But uh, team stats, just very simply, 348 yards for LSU. Um, you mentioned in the outset, Dave, that they're averaging... 45 points a ball game and their total yards per game is 560 that's what they average against sec opponents uh just amazing how this offense is really unstoppable all right halftime here at baton rouge as the temperatures drop a little bit it was uh, early to mid 60s temperature wise when we started uh, but right now it's feeling a little chilly along with the air conditioner we've got on here in the visiting radio booth. Georgia State in the locker room trailing at 35-14. Stay with us. Our Panther Halftime Show comes your way after this two-minute timeout from Baton Rouge. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. Usopp Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's 
that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. The Panthers play here on 97.5 Glory FM. This is the Panthers Halftime Report. A look at the first half and what's ahead for the Panthers. Now, Dave Cohen. All right, Jeff, thank you very much. Back here in a little bit chillier Baton Rouge, Louisiana tonight. 15th-ranked LSU Tigers in the locker room, as is Georgia State. And the Panthers trailing this one 35-14. Darren Granger's numbers, not that bad tonight, Harper. 18 of 22, 159 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he's had a pretty good first half. We're going to throw the ball a lot in the second, I presume. So we look at the stats here. One that's most important is the total score. LSU had 14 points in the first quarter and 21 in the second. They have 35, and they gained that through 348 yards total offense they had 282 in the air 66 on the ground each team had five penalties lsu had five for 55 yards they had 13 first downs they were three of three on third down they didn't have a fourth down attempt they ran 27 plays and dave this is a stat i don't normally look at but i have to today they averaged 12.9 yards per play and they averaged 18.8 yards in the first half per completion they average 8.3 on the ground. Tough to stop anybody when they don't get the second down and long. But uh, that's just the way it's been so far. They're three out of three in the red zone. The time of possession for the Tigers in the first half was 10 minutes and five seconds. Neither team had a turnover. LSU put the ball on the ground twice, but they didn't lose either one of them. Neither team had a sack, and LSU had two tackles for losses from a defensive perspective but Jaden Daniels their quarterback was 15 out of 19 I mentioned those 282 yards that he had in the air four touchdowns no interceptions his completion percentage is 79 quarterback rating of 273.1 Jaden Daniels was also the leading rusher he had four carries for 57 yards that long one was on that first drive he had a touchdown on the ground and he's averaging 14.3 yards every time he touches the ball and carries it on the ground Josh Williams had two carries for 12 yards. Caleb Jackson had one for three. Total of eight carries, 66 yards, one of those for a touchdown. Receiving, Kyrene Lacey, former Louisiana Raging Cajun, had four receptions for 82 yards, two touchdowns, the long of which was a 32-yarder. He's averaging 20.5 yards per carry. Malik Neighbors had four, four, excuse me, four receptions for 71 yards and a touchdown. Mason Taylor, the tight end, had three for 25. Josh Williams had two for uh, 29 yards. Uh, Brian Thomas Jr. had one for 70 yards. That was a touchdown. That was the fourth touchdown. Trey Hawley had one reception for five yards. So a total, six different receivers had 15 receptions, 282 yards, and four touchdowns. Now for the good guys, Georgia State, 245 total yards in the first half. Darren Granger had 159 in the air. We had 86 on the ground. I mentioned we had five penalties. They were for 44, excuse me, 45 yards. We had 11 first downs. We were three out of six on third down. Total plays was 38. We averaged 6.4 yards per play. 
And I mentioned LSU had 12.9, so they averaged more than double what we are every time that they ran a play. We were one out of one in the red zone. Our total time of possession, just under 20 minutes. It was 19.55. We had one tackle for loss defensively. Darren Granger was 18 to 22, 159 yards total. As Dave told you, he had one touchdown. His completion percentage way above normal right now. He's normally at the 64%. He's 82 here. His quarterback rating is 157. Rushing the ball, Marcus Carroll had 12 for 72 yards. He did have a touchdown on that 44-yard carry. He's averaging six yards exactly per carry. Darren Granger had four carries for 14 yards. So he had 16 total running plays, 86 yards, and one touchdown on the ground. Robert Lewis with seven receptions for 54 yards. He's averaging 7.7 per carry. He was targeted eight times, and he has seven catches. Marcus Carroll had four receptions for 51 yards. Kadarius Thompson had three for 37. Talik Williams had three for 16 yards, and Amon Green had one for one yard. So 18 total receptions amongst our five receivers, and as I mentioned earlier, 159 yards and one touchdown. That's a look at the first half stats. All right, so Georgia State trailing here at LSU, 35-14 at the end of the first half. On the other side of this timeout, we'll come back and recap the scoring. Here are a couple of audio highlights from Georgia State's two scores in that first half. A little later on, we'll check the scoreboard in the Sun Belt Conference. This is the final game, the latest game on the schedule of all the Sun Belt teams that played today. Again, Panthers down 35-14 here at halftime in Baton Rouge. Back in two minutes with more of our halftime show on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia, featuring the best selection of Georgia, featuring the best selection of Georgia. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. All Grillmasters know that flavor is the most important thing. And that's why all of us at Autry's know that Traeger is the number one selling wood-fired grill in the world. They certainly are. The original Traeger was invented over 30 years ago in Mount Angel, Oregon, and they've been perfecting the art of wood fire cooking ever since. It's the wood pellets. That's what gives the amazing flavor. And that's why we carry such a variety. Surprise someone special with the world's best-selling grill from Traeger this year. We'll help you find the Traeger that's right for you at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Hi, Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe. Mary, did you know Longstreet Cafe supports great programs like FCA? Northeast Georgia FCA is working to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. And they do a great job of making their mission work through the E3 strategy of making disciples who make disciples. I remember that from my days in school. Yeah, FCA has been around a while. Hey now, find out more at ghcfca.org. 97.5, Glory FM. Dave Cohen back here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Georgia State, 35-14. 
as uh, the Panthers are in the locker room just past the top of the hour. Four stations on the radio network. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. From Baton Rouge, you're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State Football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. Georgia Power is the official energy sponsor of Georgia State Athletics. More about new ways to stay connected at georgiapower.com. Time now to take a listen to our first half audio highlights. Again, 35-14 our score. Georgia State started out winning. They won the coin toss and elected to receive the football and put the offense on the field right out of the gate. And the Panthers marched down the field. They quieted this LSU crowd, which, by the way, was listed tonight at 100,212. 100,212. Darren Granger led Georgia State on that first um, on that first possession down the field. Eight plays, 71 yards. And on that eighth play, it was from the six-yard line. Darren Granger took the snap, and he found number 16 on this play, Talik Williams. Granger's got some time looking at a throw across the middle. Caught. Touchdown, Georgia State. Talik Williams with 11.53 to go here in the first quarter. What a way to come out here at Tiger Stadium at Death Valley. Again, it was an eight-play drive, crowd. 71 yards, three minutes and seven seconds. 7 nothing Georgia State. Darren Granger with his 52nd touchdown pass as a Georgia State Panther, and that moved him past the great Nick Arbuckle. And that was a 7-0 Georgia State lead. Didn't take LSU long to tie the football game. They put together behind their Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback, Jaden Daniels, a seven-play drive, 75 yards. And they connected on an 18-yard touchdown pass to their number one receiver, number one target, Malik Neighbors. The PAT was good, and it was a 7-7 ball game. They took the lead late in the first quarter on a nine-play drive covering 53 yards. This drive just inside of four minutes. Jaden Daniels, a 14-yard touchdown run. LSU took a 14-7 lead into the second quarter. Said to Harper, got to put together a drive and match that late first quarter touchdown, and that's exactly what Georgia State did. A four-play drive, 75 yards, ball at the 44-yard line on this play. The handoff goes to Marcus Carroll. Behind Granger, they're going to hand it off to Carroll. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. Go, Marcus. 10, 5, touchdown, Georgia State. Marcus Carroll down the far sideline after cutting in behind the left tackle. Goes 44 yards, and Georgia State's made it a one-point ball game. It's now 14-30. What a run by Marcus Carroll for Georgia State. Time of the drive, 222. And that tied the football game at 14. Had a few folks here at Death Valley at Tiger Stadium scratching their heads, although it wouldn't be for long. By the way, that Marcus Carroll 44-yard touchdown run, his 13th touchdown of the season, that sets a single-season touchdown record. It also pushed Marcus over 2,000 yards. LSU would put scoring drives together, seven plays, 80 yards, in two minutes and 45 seconds. A 27-yard touchdown pass in the second quarter to Kyron Lacey. That made it 21-14. Jaden Daniels, a 70-yard touchdown pass to Brian Thomas. One play, 70 yards in 10 seconds, 28-14. And then made it 35-14. 
with his second touchdown pass to the former Ragin' Cajun, Kyron Lacey, 13 yards on a three-play, 60-yard drive that covered 40 seconds. And that is where we are right now, LSU 35, Georgia State 14. Harper's back to check the Sunbelt Conference College football scoreboard on the other side of this timeout. Back to Baton Rouge in two minutes on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. There are lots of ways your family can avoid the flu. Like moving to a distant island for the entire flu season. But the best way is to get your family vaccinated against flu. Flu can be serious for everyone, even really healthy people. Young kids and older people are especially at risk. So is anyone with a health condition like asthma or diabetes. That's why everyone six months and older should get a flu vaccine every year. It's easy. A lot easier than moving to a distant island. Find a nearby place to get vaccinated at flu.gov. Brought to you by HHS. Mama, come on. Say mama. mama. Listen, if I could talk, I'd tell you I'm almost two and still not responding. That's one sign of a communication disorder. And delaying treatment can affect my development. Many parents aren't aware of the early signs of speech, language, and hearing disorders. Yet early detection and treatment can improve quality of life. Come on, say dada. Ugh, here we go. Identify the signs of communication disorders. Identifythesigns.org. Every day, we go about our lives driven by routine, our vision clouded by the very normalcy we take for granted. Countless victims of human trafficking walk among us, invisible. It's time to open our eyes. The Blue Campaign provides a unified voice for those who combat human trafficking, whether it's forced labor, domestic servitude, or the sex trade. Learn what you can do to help by visiting dhs.gov slash blue campaign. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can. But it's just as important to take time for yourself. AARP can help. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Back here in Baton Rouge, our Panther Halftime Show continues. Our score here, LSU 35, Georgia State 14. Well, let's take a look at some of the other Sunbelt action for non-conference games. In Oxford, Mississippi, Ole Miss ends up with a 35-3 final score victory against UL Monroe. Army up at West Point ends up with a 28-21 win here today against Coastal Carolina. Coastal falls to 7-4. They're 3-3 in the conference. Southern Miss ended up going to, where is it, uh, where's, where's uh, Mississippi State? What, what's the name of the Starkville. T- Starkville, that's right. Uh, 41-20, Mississippi State holds on to win against Southern Mississippi. And in division play, Appalachian State goes to James Madison. They end up winning in overtime, 26-23. to They score a touchdown. They didn't need to get the extra point. But uh, James Madison in overtime got a field goal, and Appalachian State ends up getting the touchdown to win the ball game there. 26-23 again the final. Appalachian State now 7-4. They are 5-2 in the Sun Belt. James Madison falls to 10-1. They're 6-1 in the Sun Belt, but ineligible for conference or bowl play. Texas State goes to Jonesboro, Arkansas. Arkansas State, boy, the Red Wolves had a game offensively. 77 points. They give up. 31, but they're the big winners there. They are now 4-3 and three in the Sun Belt. 
six and five overall. Louisiana goes to Troy, and in Alabama, Troy holds on for a 31-24 win. South Alabama at home shuts out Marshall. Marshall is now five and six. They've got to win their last game in order to be bowl eligible. South Alabama becomes bowl eligible at six and five. They're four and three in the conference. It's 28 nothing was the victory there for South Alabama. And Old Dominion goes to Georgia Southern. And down in Statesboro, Southern could not hold on. They end up losing 20 to 17. Final there, six and five, Georgia Southern, five and six, Old Dominion. Four and three is Old Dominion, and we play them next week in Virginia. Shout out to those folks listening tonight on our Atlanta flagship, 50,000 watt, 88.5 FM WRAS. And Harper, a shout out to our buddy Mike Wofford at Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ, 25th anniversary of putting WGTJ on the air in Gainesville and North Georgia. 25 years? Yeah. I'll shout at Mike for that. Hey, Mike, 25 years. Did you know it was going to be so good? And now you'd have to deal with Dave for so many of those? And he has spent 14 of them with us on the radio now. How about that? 14 years. Congratulations. Thank you much, Mike, for everything that you do. Also, shout out to those listening on the GSU Athletics mobile app on your iPhone or iPad. And those of you listening online at our online affiliate out of Savannah, lowcountryradio.com www.lowcountryradio.com but appreciate you being with us wherever you're listening right now georgia state is getting set to kick it away to the lsu tigers and back deep noah kane and caleb jackson as we get ready for the start of the third quarter all right let's keep it in bounds this time panthers Isaac Kone, the freshman from Decatur, is handling the kickoff here as we start the third quarter. Well, almost all throughout the year, we've tried to pin the ball somewhere between the numbers, you know, the, the, the out of bounds and the and the hash marks, and that's exactly where this goes. Caleb Jackson going to field it inside the five. He's going to bring it out across the ten, across the fifteen, up across the twenty-five. And to the 30, maybe the 31. Nice return there by Caleb Jackson of LSU. Yeah, he bobbled the ball. He did. Bounced off his shoulder pads. And a nice return. Got it about the two, maybe the three-yard line forward progress, but gets it right to the 30-yard line, and that's where the LSU Fighting Tigers will take over. About a 27-yard return for Caleb Jackson. Here's Jaden Daniels. Wonder how long we'll see him in this ballgame. From the right hash, Josh Williams in the backfield. Snap coming up on first down from the 30. That's Noah Kane, actually. And they put a man in motion. They hand the football. No, they don't. It's going to be a keeper by Jaden Daniels running off left tackle. Dead center of the field. And he's just shy uh, of the first down marker. Georgia State's safety Jeremiah Johnson made the stop there. And the ball is right there at the 38-yard line. Right to left across your radio dial for LSU. Stick one wide out here to the near side. Daniels, two steps back. Throws underneath, got a man. And it's caught, going to be good enough for a first down. Brian Thomas, who had the last touchdown reception for the Tigers in the first half, 
picks up the first down. Trey Hunter, Georgia State's leader in tackles, makes the stop there for the Panthers. Minute gone here in the third quarter. First down, 46-yard line after that nine-yard pickup. Snap on the way again to Daniels. Panthers trying to get some pressure on the Heisman Trophy candidate. Instead, they're going to run the football this time. They're going to run it straight up the middle. And it was Josh Williams who came into the ball game on the run there for the Tigers. That'll be a pickup of about five. Second down and five coming up here for LSU. Georgia State really not able to get any pressure on the quarterback. Here's Daniels. Got time. Dumps it off over here to Williams at the 45. Cross the 50. Spins. Cross the Georgia State 45. And he's dropped at the 41, maybe the 42-yard line. Seven-yard pickup. Another first down for the LSU Tigers. Jordan Benzial in on the stop there for the Panthers. Chris Davis Jr., the outside linebacker out of Tampa, just coming onto the field now for the Panthers. First down from the 42 in Georgia State territory. Daniels looking, stutter step. Got all the time in the world. Now he's going to tuck it, run 45-40, 35-30. And he will slide at the 26-yard line. He is just so elusive. It's just amazing. Sets his feet. He looks like the guy that you would see on a video of what's a quarterback supposed to look like while he's in the pocket. And Dave mentioned that there's no, no uh, pressure on him. Just our guys aren't big enough to be able to get through. And then when he takes off, he's got to plant your foot and then move up the field. He had Jordan Venziel faked out in midfield. Amazing Dan run. Daniels empty backfield. Got all the time in the world just dancing around back there on his tippy toes. Now he's going to roll out. 35. He'll throw on the run. And connects with Malik Neighbors over at the 25-yard line. Did you see how much time he had to throw the football? Um, that's, stop, that's stop, a rhetorical Stopwatches yeah. run out of batteries yeah. when you stop to think about it. Forward progress to the 23. I thought it would be the 24, so they gave him an extra yard there. But... Uh, Daniel's so comfortable in the pocket, especially with those big guys in front of him. Second and five. They're going to hand the football off. Noah Kane, 20, 15. He'll stutter step inside the 10, inside the five with a spin move down to the two. That's a pickup of 22 yards. And LSU on their first possession here in the third quarter, knocking on the door. 11.25 to go. A lot of time here in the third quarter. Panthers goal line defense, wholesale substitutions defensively, going to try to keep LSU out of the end zone, which is not an easy thing to do. Full house backfield. Yep. Nope, now they change. Goes under center for the first time. Daniels takes the snap under center. F fakes the handoff, going to throw over here. Back corner of the end zone. Caught touchdown, Mac Markway. The backup tight end, a freshman out of St. Louis, Missouri, and LSU just makes it look easy. And they now lead Georgia State 41-14. to Well, they had three tights in the ballgame, one back, and they put all three tight ends with one in motion to the left-hand side, and Markway just sneaks as the deepest of those three receivers. He goes on a deep corner route. Wide open in the end zone. We covered everybody else, but uh, Daniels was able to find his freshman tight end for the touchdown. Only a three-yard completion, but just another one of these long drives. 70 yards 
three and a half minutes. Well, 3.52 on the possession for that one. Just quick scoring drives, and Panthers are, are left flat-footed. Too many people that he can throw to and no pressure on the quarterback. Eight-play drive, 70 yards in three minutes and 52 seconds. Ramos, the point after is good, and LSU now leading Georgia State here in Baton Rouge, 42 to 14. Looks like some of the Tiger Stadium faithful are heading back to their tailgates. We've got a media timeout. We'll take it with them. Back in 60 seconds from Baton Rouge tonight, you're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusab Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Coming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Dave Cohen, Harper LaBelle, engineer Rick Shaw, Jeff Walker, our studio producer tonight, back here from Baton Rouge. Time now to let Panther fans know that healing and protecting your heart is not a one-person job. It takes a team. And at Northside Hospital's Heart Institute, 75 physicians have come together. Now at over 50 locations across Georgia, Northside Hospital's Heart Institute, excellence at heart. Well, 42-14 has kind of become a recognizable score in the last couple of weeks against Appalachian State, James Madison. That's our score here. We still have 11 minutes to play in the third quarter. Yeah, that opening drive there gave them their 40-second point, as Dave pointed out. The last three games have, that's what the, well, last two games has been the final, and here we are, third time in a row, the Panthers trail by four touchdowns. They'll get the ball back now. Talik Williams is back deep as Nathan Dibbert is set to kick it away for the Tigers. Georgia State football thinking back to some of the SEC games that we've played. Really, where have we been? We've been to Auburn. Should have won that game. We beat Tennessee. Two trips to Alabama. South Kakalaki. South Carolina. Yep. Houston, West Virginia, we've been to Wisconsin, Clemson, Oregon, Washington, Penn State. All right, here's the kick from Dibbert, and that will sail well over the helmet of Talik Williams. And the ball will come out to the 25 for Georgia State. Panthers left to right across your radio dial here in the third quarter. Got right at 11 minutes to go. See what Darren Granger and the Georgia State offense can do. Right now, Marcus Carroll, a wide out over here to the near side as Georgia State goes with an empty backfield. It's going to be tough to run 
obviously up the middle. Snap on the way to Darren. Granger looking to throw the football. Got a man caught. And it was caught by Jakaias Cradle over on the far side. Correction, Jakari Carter was nine, not eight. Again, we were pretty good ways from the field. That's a seven-yard pickup. First catch of the ball game for Jakari. Yeah, we haven't called his name yet. Nope. Nice little stop route, and he ends up catching the ball at six yards and turns around and falls forward for an extra. Second down and three now for Georgia State. Couple of wideouts here to the near side. Two to the left, two to the right. Here's the snap. Granger, Darren looking. Pocket collapses. He's going to roll 30-35, and he'll go out at about the 37-yard line. That'll pick up a Georgia State first down. Felt that little clock in his head expiring. <clears throat> unlock what, unlike what we're able to do with Daniels. But uh, rolls out to his left-hand side, and enough room for Darren to get the first down and then some. Talik Williams, Kadarius Thompson, Marcus Carroll, wideouts here. Panthers go five wide, three here to the near side, empty backfield on first down from the 37. Granger chased out of the pocket, and he's going to get dragged down from behind. They're going to lose a big, big chunk of yardage there. Ovi Agofu was the one that chased him down and dragged him down along with Jackson Howard and Mason Smith. Not only are those defensive linemen big, but they've got decent speed. You got to have that in the SEC. Yeah, absolutely. So a big loss there, loss of six. Now second and 16. Ball back at the 30-yard line. Correction to 31. Now working near hash. Marcus Carroll in the backfield, and we got a whistle. Did we call time? Boy, I thought Sean went right over to where the official was to ask him for a timeout. He was right next to him, and he had he headphones off. Boy, that's a tough penalty right there. Sure is. That's, that's, they've lost that's 11 avoidable. yards yeah. in the last. That's 11 oh. yards in the wrong direction. Yeah, you gotta, you got to see the play clock every time. Second down and 21. Snap to Darren. They're going to go ahead and fake the handoff. Dump it off to Leek Williams. To Leek, far side of the field, gets spun around and dragged down across the 30 at the 32-yard line. He ran that play a little bit earlier, at least something very similar to that. Talik, boy, once he catches it, he's he's fire, and he's running hard. There's a hurt LSU Tiger there on the over side. It looks like a shoulder. Andre Sam made the tackle. Let's see if he's the injured player down there. It is number 14, Andre Sam. He's a transfer from Marshall, a senior originally from Iowa, Louisiana. And the injury to Sam going to bring out the red hat, and they're going to turn this into a media timeout with eight minutes and 15 seconds remaining here. Third quarter, LSU 42, Georgia State 14. We're back in 60 seconds from Baton Rouge. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Loose Hop Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. 
What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership <coughs> and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Tonight's game here at Baton Rouge, presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Center Park, a community-minded credit union, also by the Georgia State University Alumni Association and Lou Saab Kia, exit 14 on Georgia 400. Panthers facing third and 15 from their own 32-yard line. The, the loss of six and the five-yard delay of game penalty really sending Georgia State in a little bit of a tailspin here on this possession. Yeah, this is a team that you got to play within the sticks. You know, we have a second and four, second and nine, something like that. But it's first and 21, basically, for the Panthers before Andre Sam. You know, he's a senior. Safety ends up injuring his right shoulder there with the tackle of Malik Williams. Talik Williams, Talik has four receptions now for 22 yards. Nothing over uh, over the top yet for him. Hopefully we'll get a chance to see him go deep over the middle or over on the sides. He had an attempt there earlier in the uh, first half. The Panthers had a, a fourth down. It was open, but uh, wasn't able to see the ball. So Andre Sam comes out after the timeout. There's still about 15 seconds left before we return from the powerful TV station. Third and long now for the Panthers. We need about 16, almost 17 to get the first down. Tough place to convert on third down. Georgia State right at 50%. Three of six on their opportunities. This is a big one right here on third and 15. Talik Williams goes in motion to the far side. Here's the snap to Darren. See if he has time to throw. Steps up in the pocket. He's going to tuck it and run. Avoided one and two oncoming tacklers. He's able to get up across the 40 to the 43. And that's going to bring up fourth down now with inside of eight minutes to go. Let's see what Sean Elliott decides to do. You're down 42-14. You got nothing to lose. No kidding. And, uh, uh, again, uh, another spot. You said he got to the 43-yard line. They'll put it at the 41. So, once again, these officials are shortened Georgia State out. 17 seconds here on the play clock as Darren Granger looks over to the sidelines. There's going to be an audible. He's going to change the play up. Granger, the shotgun snap, steps up, unloads, got a man, caught Robert Lewis. First down conversion for Georgia State. Up across the 50 into LSU territory at the 49-yard line. Boy, Robert does a great job of coming back to the ball and putting his body in between where the ball is and the defender. 
They'll give him forward progress at the 49-yard line there in LSU territory. He's right back on the ball. Panthers with a new set of downs in LSU territory for the first time here in the half. Just inside of seven minutes to go third quarter, trying to put together that long, sustained drive that's going to bring about some points. Got a big hole to dig out of against the 15th-ranked team in the country. Left hash. Darren out of the shotgun. Hands it off Marcus Carroll. Marcus off left tackle. Nice run. He's going to pick up the first down. What a run. Power run there by Marcus. If they give him forward progress to the 38, that'll be another Georgia State first down. An 11-yard run there by Marcus Carroll, who's already tonight gone over 2,000 yards for his career. Marcus did a great job. Once he gets the ball in his hands of really skating to the outside of the tackle box, before he ends up breaking up the field, he finds the hole and gets the first down. At the 38 of LSU, using that play clock, we're at six minutes to go here, third quarter. Alec Johnson, who wears number 88 in the ball game, so two tights now for the Panthers. Snap to Granger, handed off Marcus Carroll, again off left tackle. He'll get to the 35, that'll be about a three-yard gain. So second and seven coming up here. Good looking play where you've got your center, your offside guard. You got a, a Johnson cracking down. He stays in the ball game. Only got three yards out of that, but uh, I think you like the design of that football play. Snap coming up, second down at seven. Marcus Carroll lines up just to the right of Granger. Now he'll shift, single set back to the left to League Williams. And Robert Lewis, wideouts over here in the near side. Second and seven. Handed off Marcus Carroll again. It's going to be a big, big job to try to run into the teeth of that LSU Tiger defensive front. Yeah, not sure what the objective was there running to the weak side. He had three receivers to that side, but uh, tough call there. Jakaius Cradle is in the ball game now. He's a wide out here to the near side, just to the right of Granger. Robert Lewis shifts to the left side. Johnson comes out. Amon Green back into the ball game, and he's in the slot there in between the hash and the numbers, the top of the numbers on the left-hand side. Third down and six at the LSU 34-yard line. Tiger Snap showing to Darren. Granger going to look, and it's to Jakaius Cradle. How about a flag of pass interference? I don't see one, but there should have been one. Is that Perkins that had him, or is that number eight, Major Burns? Major would have had him, had his arm wrapped around his waist. So again now, fourth down and six. There's no doubt he made contact. No, I'm sorry, that was 26. That would have been Ashton Stamps, the cornerback, that had him man-to-man coverage. Kid out of Harvey, Louisiana. What's Georgia State on fourth downs tonight? One for two in that situation again right here with 4.28 to go third quarter. Snap on the way to Granger. Crowd gets loud. Darren stepping up, and he's nothing. in trouble, and he's yep. going to get nothing. Kobe Gilroy ends up making the play from yep. that defensive tackle position. Darren steps up into the pocket and tried to escape, but uh, Gilroy was not going to allow that to happen. So turnover on downs again for the Panthers. LSU will take over at the 34, and we got a media timeout here at Tiger Stadium. LSU 42, Georgia State 14, back in 60 seconds from Baton Rouge. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. 
Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina, Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. <clears throat> Tonight from Baton Rouge on the radio network, brought to you in part by Coke Zero Sugar and by Ford. More at Ford.com. Follow Georgia State football, basketball, baseball throughout the season. You can follow our broadcast on X, formerly known as Twitter, at GA State Voice. G-A-S-T-A-T-E-V-O-I-C-E for the latest on Georgia State Athletics. We're 42-14 here at Baton Rouge. And Georgia State has the 14, so they go for it on fourth down. Granger gets brought down and tackled, and LSU will take over at their own 37-yard line. Defensive coordinator Matt House for LSU, uh, that's just basic football, right? You don't give a guy time to throw, especially on fourth down. Panthers needed about seven or eight yards, and what I noticed as the ball was being snapped is that Darren was about seven, almost eight yards behind center. Normally he's around five, maybe six. So he had a little bit deeper drop, trying to give himself just a split second extra time to no avail there. Panthers end up getting sacked, loss of a few yards. Darren tried to fight to get back to the line of scrimmage, which was at the 35-yard uh, line. Ends up getting a, a sack in the second one of the evening now for LSU, both of them on that last drive. So Panther Chief at defense will take the field, and hopefully they'll able, they're gonna try to get a stop. LSU has scored on its last five possessions. LSU will close out their regular season next Saturday afternoon against Texas A&M. Georgia State on the road to Norfolk, Virginia next Saturday afternoon. They'll close out the regular season against the Monarchs of Old Dominion. Old Dominion a winner on the road tonight in Statesboro at Georgia Southern. So a lot on the line for both teams. Georgia State trying to get to seven wins next week. Old Dominion trying to become bowl eligible. Jaden Daniels still in the ball game out of the shotgun. And the snap two steps back, fires a pass over on the far side of the field. It's caught there by Brian Thomas, Jr. He's a junior out of Walker, Louisiana. He's now got 54 catches on the season. That's good for It's going to make it second down and a yard. So he I guess his up. knee went down. I yep. thought he got the first down, Dave. Nope, picks up they nine, nine. Yep, yep. on that pass play and a ball right now at the 46 Daniels 
He's going to get that yard plus some, cross the 50, cross the 45, and he's dropped as he comes across the 45 to about the 43. 335 and a turning clock here in the third quarter. LSU 42, Georgia State 14. Panthers have not scored since early in the second quarter. Daniels looking again, got a man open on the far side that he hold on to the ball. It was Kyron Lacey. He was able to catch, hold on, but his momentum carried him out of bounds. Boy, that ball gets from here to there as, as fast as a slingshot could get it there. That's unbelievable. And another thing I just noticed, you know, I'm just giving this guy credit. He's a great player. He doesn't take hard hits. You know, he, he avoids contact, and he's going to save his body in the long run for years by being able to have that evasiveness. Trey Holly now in at running back, the freshman. They're not, they ain't running the ball, though. They're going to throw over here to the far side. Thomas with the catch, dragging a Georgia State defender with him after making the catch. That was Cody Jones, the redshirt junior out of Fayetteville, the transfer from UMass. Grabbed the hold. He just had to hold on for dear life. Well, he's a huge receiver. He's as big as any of our defensive linemen. It looks just as big when you stand next to some of these guys. Caleb Jackson. 215 pounds, but still just a, a big dude that runs hard and just playing at the elite level. Caleb Jackson in a running back. Now shifts to the left of Jaden Daniels. They're going to hand him the football. He's got it at the 10. He gets tripped up. Shoelace tackle on the far side made there by Jeremiah Johnson. Nice play there by Georgia State's Jeremiah Johnson, the senior safety from Mississippi. Now Holly ends up full head of speed, just running towards the pylon. And a great tackle there. Good effort there by Georgia State to make him, instead of a, a touchdown and everybody celebrating, it's now second and goal from the seven. Caleb Jackson back in at running back. Right hash. Lacey goes in motion. And they're going to go ahead, and it's going to be a keeper by Daniels. He runs to the far side of the field as he starts to make his cut towards the end zone. He lost his footing. Well, I think he saw three Panthers staring right at him, and again, avoiding a direct contact. He just ends up sliding down and avoiding the big hit. One minute to go here in the third quarter. Feels like the third quarter is... Gone it, by quickly. It has flown by, yes. Still in a running back. Well, actually, Kane is in a running back. Neighbors goes in motion over here to the near side. Third down and a ball at the seven-yard line. And we now whistles. Out? Georgia State is going to – Sean Elliott wants a timeout. He doesn't look too happy. I'm not sure what the play call was defensively, but uh, empty backfield. And guys were pointing around at each other like, I've got you and I've got him. He's my first responsibility. He's my second. Sean wasn't sure about that and decides to call the timeout. And it'll be a full a minute. We'll have a full minute with this. It's a minute or it should be a 30-second timeout. It'll give us time to say... LSU right to this point, 474 yards total offense. They're averaging 
560 in the season. So they're within 90 yards of what they're averaging. As Dave mentioned, there's 40 seconds now with the clock stopped. Left to go here in the third quarter, 40 seconds. So third down, ball at the seven-yard line. Noah Kane in at running back. Right hash. Snap on the way to Jaden Daniels. Daniels looking. And now he's got some pressure. Escapes the pocket. He's at the 10. Shifty. And he stayed on his feet at the 5. And he gets run out of bounds on a spin move at the 1. I'm guessing about 70 or 80 yards total. He ran there on that play just about. Reminded me of Randall Cunningham, how he was able to get hit at about the 8-yard line. Keep his balance by putting his offhand down on the ground. Ball is right at the one-yard line. Exceptional athlete there, I'll tell you. Yep. That might be one of those highlights that if he does win the Heisman Trophy, they'll show that for a second or two. And that's going to be the final play here in the third quarter. Down to two seconds, down to one second. And the third quarter. the end of the third quarter. Third quarter is in the books. Here at Death Valley Tiger Stadium, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Not getting quite the full effect tonight, Harper, because a lot of the crowd is headed back to their tailgates outside of the stadium with LSU leading it 42-14. Well, and some of the students had to get back to the classroom and, and study for, you know, some midterms that they may have here during the Thanksgiving holiday. You believe me, Dave? I'm sure that's exactly what, <laughs> what it was. All right, three quarters in the books here in Baton Rouge. Again, LSU 15th in the country, 42 Georgia State 14. Fourth quarter on the other side of this timeout. Two-minute break from Baton Rouge. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Loose Hub Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. 
This is 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State football. Now back to Baton Rouge. Dave Cohen, Harper LaBelle, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker from Baton Rouge, Louisiana tonight. Temperature continues to drop. A little colder here in the visitors' radio booth, and we are headed to the fourth quarter. Tonight's game made possible in part by the Georgia State University Bookstore, offering a selection of Panther gifts and apparel with locations on the downtown Atlanta campus, as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Visit the Georgia State University Bookstore online. Also, the Georgia State University Alumni Association and Lusop Kia exit 14 on Georgia 400. Well, they ran this full house. They're going to set, and then quarterback is going to go under center. Jaden Daniels, ball at the one-yard line. First play here in the fourth quarter. Daniels going to fake the handoff. He's going to roll around over here to the near side, and he will get dragged out of bounds. Great job by Georgia no, State. they can't do that. They Come threw on. a flag. Great job by the Panthers. Daniels. On the tackle there was Chris Davis, Jr., that's not a horse collar. Got him by the jersey, it looked like. Well, they're discussing it. They've done a quite a bit of that. Slowed this game down quite a bit, Kyle Olson. Well, it was a bootleg. Personal foul, horse collar tackle. Defense, number 43. That's half the distance to the goal. Automatic first down. Well, half the distance is about the six-inch mark from the end zone. They were already at the one. That was a great job by Georgia State's Chris Davis, Jr. And now LSU will try it again. Probably going to run that pass where they've got, nope, they're going to go same bush push right here is what they're going to do. Under center, Daniels, the big push by the big, big offensive line of LSU. They score a touchdown it looks like they're going to try to unstack the pile huge pile right there at the goal line lsu is signaling touchdown and now the referee says touchdown Jaden daniel will get credit on a one-yard touchdown run behind that huge lsu tiger offensive line well they changed the formation they brought some new people in three tight ends they lined them up on the left hand side and then just before the snap of the ball, they come into motion and they line up one on each side of the quarterback. Please reset the game clock to 14:44. 14:44 on the game clock. It's Kyle Olson again, our referee. Now 48-14. And they just ran that bush push again. Every one of their offensive linemen is 310 pounds or more, and uh, they got the foot that they needed. This to make it 49, the kick is up by Ramos, and it is good. And LSU now leads it 49-14, eight-play drive, 63 yards in four minutes and 42 seconds. Well, we'll see if the fourth quarter Harper goes as quickly as the third quarter seemed to go. Well, they certainly ran the ball a lot more. They're so good passing the ball, but uh, it's a formidable offense. Averaging, what, 45 points a game. They've got 49 right now. 
Now you're going to wonder whether or not this will be the last that we see of senior Jaden Daniels. Number 13, Garrett Neusmeyer. He's a sophomore. He is the number one backup. He has been throwing quite a bit. He has his helmet on, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, not sure whether or not he'll be coming into the ball game as of yet. So here's the kick, and it will bounce in the right corner of the end zone. Ball will come out to the 25 for Darren Granger and the Georgia State Panthers. Number 66, Will Campbell. He's listed as a sophomore left tackle. He's a starter. He went under the tent there just a few moments ago. He had his helmet off. Uh, there's been a couple of Tigers that have got a little beat up here going against the Panthers, but Georgia State will take over. 14 minutes, 44 seconds left to go here. They're trailing by quite a bit. Let's get a touchdown here, Panthers, see if we can't close this gap. All right, I'm on green in motion snap from the 25 and Granger's gonna keep it on the ground it'll be a run play off the right tackle that's gonna be good for about two yards and KZ Adams in the ball game for the Panthers first time we've seen KZ in the game this year 5'8 185 redshirt freshman out of West Columbia South Carolina now the Panthers will go with an empty backfield on second down and seven. KZ picked up three on that run. Granger now going to motion him on green. And it'll be, they'll fake a hand, well, they will hand it off to Robert Lewis. And Robert's running too much east-west. LSU picks up on it, drops him back at the 25-yard line, maybe the 24. Panthers had the right idea, but LSU is a tough team to run a play like that against. They're just so, so fast on defense. Well, another jet screen. That's what, the second or third now here this evening. Robert sprinting to the left-hand side, trying to get to the fight, fight across the line of scrimmage. But Jordan Allen did a great job of getting to the outside of the coverage and forcing Robert back into the inside. And so a small gain of maybe a yard takes the ball out to about the 28-yard line. And it didn't lose quite as much as I thought that he would. It's third down and eight now, ball at the 27. Granger takes the snap. He's going to go ahead and tuck it, run. 30, 35, 40. Nice run by Darren Granger. He picks up a Georgia State first down before finally getting caught by Major Burns. 12 yards there on the pickup. Darren doing a nice job of keeping that RPO, taking it right up the middle. There was no safety, and Burns was the only one. He was able to trip him there at the 40-yard line after the 12-yard pickup. First down at the 40-yard line. Almost dead center of the field. Snap to Darren. Fakes the handoff. Play action. Going to send it down to Peter Kikwata. And... The ball drops incomplete. First time Kikwata's been in there. Single coverage here on the near side from cornerback Sage Ryan, the sophomore from Lafayette. Well, Peter just running a go route about halfway during that route, and that's about 35 yards down the field when he finally makes contact with the ball. Had his right arm out on, on Sage Ryan. So glad we didn't get a penalty on that. But he didn't get a great release, and unfortunately, it falls incomplete. Kick Wada, the former Old Dominion Monarch, now here with the Georgia State Panthers. Snap on second down, and they're going to go ahead and run the football with KZ Adams. 
He'll get across the 40 before getting dropped by Mason Smith. Mason Smith is a gigantic human being, and KZ's not. It almost looked like that Jose Altuve, Aaron Judge difference in baseball when they show the two of those guys together. Again, Smith, defensive tackle, 6'6", 315. KZ is 5'8", 185. Brings up third down and seven. Just inside of 12 minutes to go. Three wideouts here to the near side. It's going to be a quick screen pass caught by Jakaias Cradle. And he's tackled right away by Ovi Agofu. Agofu ended up doing a real nice job of just seeing and kind of sensing that there was going to be something to his outside. He's lined up in a two-point stance as a defensive end. Uh, kind of sniffed that out, was able to get to the outside, and as soon as that ball was caught, he's able to knock down the Panther receiver and force in a fourth and long. Panthers forced to punt again. Gregory Clayton back deep. Cade Loggins will punt the football. High kick, going to take a bounce, and Georgia State will down it inside the 20. And it'll be at the 19-yard line. Correction, the 18-yard line. And there's immediate timeout here in Baton Rouge with 11.03 to go. LSU will have the ball. First and 10 from their own 18 on the other side of this media timeout, leading Georgia State 49-14. Back in 60 seconds from Death Valley. Here in Baton Rouge, you're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Stringer Insurance congratulates the Lumpkin County football team for their historic season. Stringer Insurance offers a wide range of auto, personal, and business insurance services and plans. If you are unsure of your coverage needs, don't worry. They offer free consultation. They have two convenient locations to serve you in Dahlonega and Gainesville. Go to their website, stringerinsuranceagency.com. Providing dependable, personal insurance since 1931, Stringer Insurance says... Go Indians! Back here at Baton Rouge. 11.03 to go here in the football game. 49-14. Georgia State trailing LSU. Tonight's game presented by Center Park Credit Union. Proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics. Also brought to you in part by Coke Zero Sugar and by Ford. More at Ford.com. Top of the hour. As a matter of fact, it's right around 11 p.m. Eastern time. Stations on our radio network, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification from Baton Rouge. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State Football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. 15th ranked LSU has a 49-14 lead over Georgia State. At its peak, there were just over 100,000 
in the stadium tonight. 100,212 was the official attendance announced. And they've got a big lead right now. A lot of folks have uh, exited the stadium. They've got Texas A&M next Saturday, Georgia State at Old Dominion next Saturday. I'd still like for Georgia State to score another time or two here in the fourth quarter and carry a little bit of offensive momentum back to Atlanta to get oh, yeah. ready for ODU. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we came out on fire in the opening possession. We end up going 75 yards and get a touchdown on the first drive. Then we had a punt. We scored on the next drive. We're tied at 14 with these guys, and then uh, offensively, we just haven't able to do much since. Well, Jaden Daniels, the senior transfer from Arizona State, Heisman Trophy candidate, still in the ball game here in the fourth quarter. And he's going to go play action here. He's got time. Throws down the far side of the field, and he had a man wide open. Although initially, the intended receiver, Chris Hilton Jr., was looking over his right shoulder. Then he had to turn and look over his left shoulder. And by that time, the ball hit the turf. Yeah, that's about the widest incompletion ratio that we've seen yet here this evening. Not a perfect night for Jaden Daniels. Had a couple of incompletions in the first few drives, but uh, everything else has been spot on. Second down and 10. What's the score of the Georgia Tech football game? And the ball at the game. LSU 18-yard line. And they're going to go ahead and fake the handoff on the run. They're going to find Malik Neighbors, and Neighbors will get dropped quickly. Double team on the tackle that time for Georgia State. Chris Davis on the tackle, along with Tony McCray, Jr. And that'll be a gain of six. And so third down and four coming up here for the Tigers. They put the tight end, Mason Taylor, in motion to the far side. He's your starting tight end. So they still got a lot of first-team guys on the field right now. Here's a pass to the far side of the field, uh, caught by Neighbors for the first down, just across the 40 up to the 42-yard line. 18-yard pickup there on that one. Boy, Neighbors gets his toes down. He catches it with two feet in bounds. Had to go up and get it, but he almost wanted to catch it on the way down just so he could get his feet in bounds right there on the uh, Georgia State sideline. Nice completion there. Again, 18 yards and a first down to the 42-yard line for the Tigers. Aaron Anderson now swaps with Neighbors. He's the wide out to the left. Neighbors over here on the right side along with Brian Thomas Jr. and they're going to go ahead and run the football off left tackle big run another first down run for the LSU Tigers Caleb Jackson the freshman from Baton Rouge who's got three rushing touchdowns on the season plows ahead picks up 17 another LSU first down with just over nine minutes to go here in the football game just running off tackle left side Able to get around the edge, and then uh, next thing you know, he's through the linebackers and into the secondary for the big pickup. Jackson stays in the ball game, but Jaden Daniels, pump fake down the middle of the field, got neighbors, and it's caught. And did he hold on? Yes, he did. 40 yards on the touchdown. That's why Jaden Daniels doesn't want to come out of the ball game. He's having too good of a time. And a touchdown for the LSU Tigers. They now lead Georgia State 55-14 with 8.59 to go. 
Well, I had to recheck my math, Dave. I wasn't quite sure. I thought the punter would need to get dressed here tonight. Obviously, he hasn't played. And uh, eight possessions for the LSU Tigers. They have eight touchdowns. Just uh, amazing pitch and catch there. Neighbors running down the middle of the field on a post route. Goes up high to make that catch. Ends up landing. Probably Rolling knocked a little bit of the wind. Is under video review. Not sure if he bobbled the ball. They're going to double check. But, uh, boy, he landed hard on his back. Sure did. He was a little slow getting up. Yeah, he, he knocked all the wind out of him, I'm sure. Uh, slow to get up. But he's, he, you feel a lot better when you end up with the touchdown after a play like that. So an official's timeout is they're going to jog down to the far end of the field to our left inside the 20 where they're going to look at a video replay and be in communication with the replay booth up here in the press box. It stops the clock at 8.59 to go. It's right now showing 55-14 LSU over Georgia State. It looks like he held on to the ball the whole way. Goes up high and catches it and lands on his, on his back and then his head hits and he bounces. I mean, he's yep. half a foot up in the air again after he hits. But it does not look like the ball came loose. So back of his jersey ends up hitting at the top of the S in LSU in the end zone. Oh, there we go. Okay, so the ball from that angle from the end zone it pops loose it doesn't come out but he didn't have full possession so this will be an interesting call to see whether or not they give him credit for the catch it's one of those deals well what is the definite of the catch the ball did not come out of his possession but it did move after uh, he hit the ground if it stands it would be his second touchdown reception Kyron Lacey has caught two touchdown passes from Jaden Daniels Again, it's, is it any wonder these guys don't want to come out of the game? Just padding your stats. Six touchdowns now for Daniels in the air. He had one on the ground. with two don't don't get me wrong I that one I, I'm thinking that horse collar wasn't a penalty or wasn't After a touchdown. video review the ruling of a touchdown stands yeah so it is a touchdown and we thought that it would be it's a five play drive covering 82 yards remember the drive started at the 18 and time of the drive was two minutes and four seconds boy they get it done quickly so now they'll attempt the PAT which would make it 56 to 14 awaiting the snap ball down the kick is up by Ramos and it is good and it'll lead us into a media timeout with 8.59 to go. And it's now a 56-14 LSU lead over Georgia State. We'll take the media timeout with them. Back to Baton Rouge in 60 seconds. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. 
Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedAirSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Your radio station for Georgia State football, 97.5 Glory FM. All right, back here in Baton Rouge. There's certainly not over 100,000 in the stadium right now. They've watched their LSU Tigers dial up that offense to the tune of 56 points. They scored, what, 52 last week, was it, against the Florida Gators? They put up a 56 spot here tonight. I told you they came in averaging about 46. And uh, tonight they have made it, at times, look extremely easy. And they lead it now 56-14. Well, there's a reason they're the number 15 team in the country. And I know there's some folks here that are disappointed in that they've, uh, they've lost three times, one to Alabama, one to Florida State. Florida State number eight in the country, but they scored 72 against Grambling, 41 against Mississippi State. They beat Arkansas 34-31, one of the closer contests that they have. They lose 55-49 to Ole Miss. They beat Missouri by 10 and scored 49 points against them. They beat uh, Auburn by 30, 48-18. They beat Army 62 to nothing. They lose or two weeks ago, excuse me, to Alabama, 42-28. And then last week, as Dave said, they scored 52 and give up 35 uh, against Florida here in Baton Rouge. And then they played us, and then they have Texas A&M. So three home games to uh, end the season, and five out of their last six are played here at home. So very interesting way that the schedule turns out. They only had four road games this year. All right, well, they're ready to kick it away, Nathan Dibbert. And I think if they get the ball back, we're going to see Garrett Nussmeyer, the backup quarterback, sophomore out of Lake Charles, Louisiana, the entire timeout. He was down warming up, throwing the football with the third and fourth string quarterbacks. Here's a high kick going to come to Talik Williams at the five. Talik's going to bring it back out across the 15, 20, 25, up across the 25 to the 27. Nice return by Talik Williams. Well, each one of the officials on the sideline brought it back from the 27 to the 26. So it's only a yard, but they've been doing that quite a bit to us here this evening. Talik landed on one of the LSU guys, which doesn't down him, but then he rolls forward to the 27. But they say the forward progress was to the 26, and that's where the Panthers will take over with Casey Adams in the backfield. And... Uh, Kaylee Colacerto is in at quarterback. 22-yard return to the 26, and it's going to be a busted play. Colacerto with a quick toss. And Quincy Wiggins 
is there to make the stop. Boy, he sniffed that out. The jet sure screen did. that we have run somewhat successfully here tonight, not for a whole lot, but we end up losing about six yards for that. Wiggins, like I said, sniffed that one out. Now it's second and long, so. He's a big dude too, 6'6", 265. And second down at 16, so the Panthers lose six on the first play. We're a little over eight minutes to go in the ball game. Colasurdo, and they hand it off to Casey Adams, who tries to come off right tackle, got a flag thrown. That's tough on the Panthers here. That'll be a hold. New offensive linemen that are getting a chance to play. I don't think that'll be on Montavious Cunningham. Personal foul, face mask, offense. That penalty's declined. Result to play is third down. Well, you still got Travis Glover. Still got Avery Reese, Jonathan Brown, Titan Ferris is in there with the uh, Montavious Cunningham. That is the starting offensive line out there for the most part for Georgia State. And so third down and 15 now for Georgia State. Trailing this one here, 56-14. Kaylee Colasurdo in at quarterback. Casey Adams in the backfield now for Georgia State. Colasurdo steps back, and he's going to tuck it, run 20-25 to the far sideline, 30. And he goes out just shy of the first down marker. No, he, he got it, Dave. Did he, he got get it. it? Yeah. He skated down the sideline, kept his balance, gets knocked out at the 38. Nice run by Colasurdo, and that keeps the drive alive for Georgia State. 7.20 to go here in a turning clock. He picks up 18 yards on the play. I thought he went out of bounds just shy of the marker. Yeah, I thought he did too, but he ended up, his head and shoulders were out of bounds, but he skated up and uh, tightroped it as best he could and picked up the first down for the Panthers. Diamond for nation, a ball at the 38, and it'll be a bubble screen pass far side of the field. Caught there by KZ Adams. And you and I were talking earlier today off here. That's how I see using KZ more of those screen pass and then let him use his speed to get upfield. Yeah, absolutely. Running between the tackles is real difficult for a guy that only weighs 180 pounds. Diamond formation to the right-hand side again. Second down and seven after the three-yard gain. Colasurdo going to put it in the air near sideline, and it's going to be caught, hauled in by Jakaius Cradle. No penalty flags thrown. Georgia State a first down, great throw, Colasurdo, and Georgia State is in the red zone. But Terrence Welch on the coverage. Again, Jakaius doing a great job putting his body between where the ball was going to be and the defender, and Welch was behind him trailing. Jakaius, welcome back, buddy. Good to see you there. Ball at the 18. Colasurdo going to hand a football off. Going to be a run play here for KZ Adams off left tackle. He may be picked up a yard. Adams carried the ball. Colasurdo, 6'1", 220, redshirt junior, Inman, South Carolina. We haven't seen him since Louisiana Lafayette. Well, he played a little bit last week, not much. Remember, he towards just, the very end. just at the very end and running the ball in between the tackles. And that, Again, we're not the coaches, but we're just seeing the smallest guy out there going against the biggest guys. Let him out there in some space and let him do what he does well. Two-yard gain, second down and eight from the 16-yard line. And they'll hand it off to KZ again. He'll bust across the 15. 
Down to about the 13 or the 14 yard line. We'll see where they place the ball. Every time we think it's going to be here, it's usually off by a yard. Yeah, we're off every time. It looks like he got to the 12, but no, it's the 13 yard line, Dave. What are you thinking? So they place it at the 12. No, it's 13. It's at the 13. Right at five minutes to go. Working near hash. And they got three wideouts from McKaylee over, over to his right. Freddie Brock is in at running back. Colasurdo, option pitch to Brock at the 15. And Brock will pick up another couple of yards, but well shy of the first down marker. And it's going to be thir- uh, coming up fourth down here for the Panthers. Wes Weeks, who's in at linebacker, he had a play early in the ball game. Getting a chance. The junior linebacker. Nice read there, just skates to the outside. Does the best that he can to entrap the Georgia State running backs. In it running back right now for the Panthers. Terry Burden. This would be his first carry. Senior from Cartersville, transferred from Reinhardt University up in Waleska, Georgia. We're going to call time. Georgia State's going to burn a timeout. Timeout, Georgia State. They're second of the half. So it's going to be a media timeout after Georgia State uses a timeout. They're facing fourth and five with three minutes and 59 seconds remaining in the football game. LSU 56, Georgia State 14 will take the timeout as well. Back in 60 seconds from Baton Rouge tonight, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Coming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Your radio station for Georgia State football, 97.5 Glory FM. All right, we're just inside of four minutes to play in this one tonight. Glad you're with us. Hopefully you're still with us here on the radio network and what is now a 56-14 LSU lead over Georgia State. Great seeing McKaylee Colasurdo and Coach Elliott, his staff getting a lot of guys into this ball game that have not played at all or much this year. Oh, and McKaylee's three for three right now, 38 yards. Obviously, we haven't scored a touchdown yet on this drive, but uh, fourth down, I, I think we need six. Dave, it's maybe listed as at five and three quarters or whatever it is, but it's 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 six yards. we got to get the ball to the seven. Eight-yard line, excuse me. We've got to get it to the eight in order to keep this drive alive. And we 
who've been running on first, running on second, you know, to run the clock down a little bit. But uh, here's where McKaylee's going to earn that scholarship that he has. Come on, buddy, let's get ourselves a first down. We're going to go with that diamond formation. Ball's on the right hash. Panthers going from right to left. And on the left hash, we've got one, one wide receiver on the line of scrimmage, two, one to each side of him, and then another one directly behind him. And that will be our running back. That's Terry Burton. Lone wide out to the right is Cradle. And here we go, fourth and five here for Georgia State from the 13-yard line. Empty backfield for McKaylee Colasurdo. Here's the snap. McKaylee looking, throws towards the first down marker intended for Cradle. Not able to make the throw or the catch. And the ball goes over on downs to LSU. And I'm guessing now we're going to see Garrett Nussmeyer, the backup quarterback to Jaden Daniels, a sophomore kid out of Lake Charles, Louisiana. Man, I was really hoping McKaylee would be able to connect there with Jakias for the first down and keep that drive going. Jakias runs about eight yards. He stops, and the ball ends up going uh, out of bounds uh, too far. Obviously uh, an incomplete pass, but uh, they, they weren't close on hooking that one up. And uh, it looks like this will be the final timeout we'll be looking at here. Yep, final media timeout. And we'll go ahead and take it with them back in 60 seconds from Baton Rouge. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. Glory FM. All right, we're down to three minutes and 54 seconds to go in this one. The stadium is not quite empty, but, you know, it kind of reminds me of what Neyland Stadium looked like when we had I that still have a picture of that just before yeah. uh, the final gun goes off and a lot different vibe there in, in Knoxville. But uh, Still a large contingent of Georgia State fans over to oh, the yeah. right behind the uh, – uh, Yeah, they're here. Yep. Where are they going to go? Well, that's true. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. They're in the end zone down to our right. The tightest congregation of fans would be the band, uh, the LSU marching band. Everybody's still marching in place there. But just above them is one of the banners that they have. There's there's four national champions in 1958, 2003, 2007. And the most recent one would have been with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase at uh, 2019 when Ed Orgeron was the head coach here. Was Nick here for the 07 or uh, the 03? I can't remember. Nick Saban was here. But uh, very successful 
20th century now, three championships in the last 23 years. Right, Nussmeyer is in at quarterback. Again, a 6'2 sophomore from nearby Lake Charles, Louisiana. Here's the snap. And they're going to go ahead and keep it on the ground. Run play there for LSU. And carrying the football is Trey Holly, 5'7", freshman, Farmerville, Louisiana, out of Union Parish High School. And LSU, I'm guessing, going to keep it on the ground and keep the, keep the clock running. Ball placed at the 14. LSU left to right here in the fourth quarter. Second down and nine after the one-yard pickup. Holly remains in. Pistol formation. They stick a wide out to the left, two here to the near side. Now he'll shift up to Nussmeyer's left. And he'll get the ball. Going to turn after running in behind left tackle. He'll turn up field, dead center of the field. And he'll pick up about six more and it will bring up third down and three good play by tavian brown the inside linebacker who's in the game now he's basically taking the spot of jordan venziel and john trey hunter justin abraham also who's been inside linebacker stellar one for the panthers carlos fletcher wearing number 96 out of claremont florida also in at a defensive end position for the Panthers. They put a tight end in motion in Mac Markway, who scored a touchdown earlier. And it's going to be another run play. This time behind left tackle, left guard by Trey Holly. And he'll pick up the first down. They needed three. And he was just able to pick it up. Picked up about five on the on that uh, run play. Got the forward progress. Boy, we loaded up the box too. I think we had as many as eight guys there in that box. And Holly was able to wiggle his way around two or three of the guys at the line of scrimmage and fight forward to get the ball to the 23-yard line, just enough for the first down. Jalen Brown, a wide receiver over here, along with Kyle Parker, as they go deeper into their depth chart. And again, Mark Way, the tight end, in motion. Here's the snap on first down. And it's going to be another run play. Boy, he runs hard, doesn't he? Sure Holly does. ends up getting uh, just outside the edge. Markway goes from the right tight end over to the left-hand side in the motion, so that leaves an uncovered tackle, but uh, Holly ends up getting around the edge and picks up eight, almost nine yards there on that play. Gets it out to the 32. Got nine, second down in a yard coming up. And a ball at the 32-yard line. One ten to go in the football game. Georgia State going to drop to six and five. And again, one final regular season game coming up at Old Dominion next Saturday afternoon. We'll have it here on the radio network. Snap coming up to Nussmeyer on second down and a yard. Here's the snap. And they're going to give it to Holly. And Holly is not going to pick it up unless he gets it with forward progress. Well, Corey Warren, boy, had to hold on for dear life until he got some help. Made some contact at the line of scrimmage. Corey Warren doing a good job of getting around the left guard. And now it looks like uh, it'll be victory formation if they even yeah, take time, another one. Time for one more play if they... Well, they haven't even started the play clock yet, so that's it. Right. Yep, we'll be done here. So the final score, as Brian Kelly will meet Sean Elliott at midfield for the postgame handshake. 
Georgia State 1-1 one one in the state of Louisiana this year. A 20-17 win at Louisiana Lafayette. And tonight, a 56-14 loss here against the 15th ranked team in the country, Harper. Well, they're good for a reason. They've got uh, some of the top recruits and a great percentage of them that want to come to this university and play. They invest in it wisely, and uh, they end up with the big win tonight. They've got one game left, but uh, they pick up an extra win here at LSU. And Georgia State was tied at 14, but uh, offense struggled there in the second half and weren't able to get any additional points. We had four, I'm sorry, three fourth downs that we weren't able to convert and give the ball back over on downs, and we lose to a very good football team. Sure do. 56-14, final score. Post-game show coming up from Baton Rouge on the other side of this two-minute timeout. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Loose Hub Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale. More than just making the sale.